0: Welcome back to Total Party Kill. It's me, Tony Sindelar, a Dungeon Master. Uh, We are starting off a new mini-adventure today. We are playing the adventure The Gleam in the King's Eye from the fantastic collection of adventures, aptly titled Fantastic Adventures, put out by the Sly Flourish website. It's a collection of 10 low-level, short mini-adventures, and they are lovely and uh, well-organized and well-presented, and I enjoy them very much. Uh, This is the fifth one in that collection. They were all great, so we've just been kind of marching through them one by one allow me to introduce our players today they will introduce their characters we've got some uh all returning players but some new characters in the mix
1: so first up it's jason snell hi everybody i am cool cat uh there he is a tabaxi bard who I made as a joke, (laughs) and then played and wondered why is this character so bad, and realized it's because he was a joke. So he's leveled up and has slightly less crappy weapons now, and bought a magic, uh, magic weapon for for kicks. And uh, yeah, it's cool. Cat. Cool cat found a gun. (laughs)
0: Oh
2: no! (laughs) No.
1: (laughs) A joke that continues to
0: punish us. (laughs) Yeah, he's a less of a joke. In the game while <laughs> remaining a joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, my life. Uh, next up is James Thompson. Hi, James.
3: Hi. I play Samson Jotham, a gnome artificer who spent all of his gold from the previous two adventures on something special. He's now level three and hopefully will not die quite as much.
0: Uh, also joining us, Monty Ashley.
4: Hello, I am playing Krong, a bugbear rogue, a nightmare monster who lives under beds and feels kind of bad about being evil, but it says we're evil and bad and monstrous in the rules, so I guess I'm evil. Yeah, Maybe just, you're a rebel. Just following a book, I understand. Uh, also also joining us,
0: Annette Weirster. Hi, Annette.
5: Hello, I am playing Chomasa, a dragonborn born uh ranger who can breathe fire and i have two swords and the last time you saw me i was poisoned but i'm not poisoned anymore and i did indeed roll to be unpoisoned <laughs> with Excellent. with disadvantage and i eventually was able i was allowed to roll once a day i spent <laughs> a, that's why i haven't been around for a while i finally can play again nice. we're here
0: So, uh, Krong and Samson and Chomasa and Cool Cat have gone on adventures before. Uh, They are joined by some new adventures, some new co-workers. Uh, Next up, uh, you've seen him on Total Party Kill mini-adventures before. He's back. It's Glenn Fleischman.
6: Hello. Uh, I am playing Karakon the Wise, a sorcerer who is a human, question mark, with some interesting uh, raccoon-like tendencies, perhaps, like enjoying tin Washing, washing, more washing, and uh, looking at shiny things. Also, I tend to cast spells apparently erratically, and somehow, <laughs> in my first adventure in many decades, in the previous one, wound up with no money. None of us wound up with any money and he didn't acquire anything so there you go Here
0: I am. well probably you'll acquire some money today uh next up it is a a, a favorite of the total party kill podcast but a newcomer to the mini adventures uh you may recognize her from her exploits in dark sun in dragonforge and associates or the dog and pony show recording some tuesdays sometimes <laughs> on the internet uh, good it's, plug it's erica Ensign.
7: Hello, I am. I'm very excited to join in uh, these fun mini adventures, and I'm super excited about my new character. I am playing a human cleric named Reed Quarrel Kilgariff. Uh, You might not necessarily recognize that she's a human right away. She is about six feet, uh, six inches tall, and she wears this just giant black cloak that just hangs like over her. You can barely see her face, and she carries a great big halberd, only because a scythe was not an actual weapon that I could choose for Dungeons and Dragons. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a cleric of uh the death god kalimbor. Um but and, kalimbor is and and i will quote the uh the dungeons and dragons um website uh kalimbor is a just fair and comforting god of mm. death so oh, just putting that out there
1: wow tony this is the first time i've seen rules lawyering happen in the intros
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, just Leave to, it to check me uh erica
0: well thanks for being erica second off uh do you want to explain the uh the doctor who references in your character's name now or is that left as an exercise to the reader uh
7: you know what i'm interested to see how many of the the listeners are able to to figure it out maybe i'll explain it at the end of this adventure okay
0: so, our adventure today starts once again in the town of White Sparrow, a town known for its single tavern, its limited selection of shops, its spa, its laissez-faire approach to local governments, and I guess sometimes people mention the giant hand. Oh. Many of you have adventured before. Together, some of you are new to the group or new to adventuring... But, you know, White Sparrow is a place where people come in search of glory, fame, treasure, or at least just escape from boredom, and so it is not uncommon for adventurers to, uh, Bump into each other and, uh, you know, uh, unite for a quest and then part ways afterwards with a, with a hearty handshake. So, uh, some of you have worked together in the past. Some of you are recently acquired, likely, uh, in the tavern. Uh, but you know, you're, 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 you're associates, uh, perhaps to have some f- bonds forged or strengthened in the immediate future. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a nice, uh, The late afternoon here in White Sparrow, the weather is, is, you know, pleasant, and um, there's a kind of nice cool breeze uh, whipping through town, and uh, there's a bit of a crowd assembling at the, uh, really the only crossroads in White Sparrow, uh, the intersection of the two main streets. Um, A rarely seen village crier uh, seems to be convening a crowd to make uh, announcements. Uh, and for lack of anything better to do, you, you happen to, uh, pass by there and over here with, you know, varying levels of attention, uh, depending on how much you care. The red-faced and somewhat rotund village crier calls out, Hear ye, hear ye, all who seek fortune in our lands, here in the great, prosperous town of White Sparrow, our noble and esteemed lord, Marlin Sparrow calls for a tournament of combat among our fine adventurers. The winner will receive a grand banquet in their honor and fame, glory, and a token prize of wealth. On one side, we have the Brown Meat Adventuring Company, who will challenge them in combat for this fine prize. Parties must be six, no smaller, no bigger. (laughs) <laughs> Convenient, that. funny,
7: did, did, on, did you say brown meat adventuring company brown
6: mead mead isn't the beverage oh i thought this was a catering
4: company for school captain my, my goodness
6: Stephen
0: lutz is not here that's all
7: i have to say i genuinely
4: <laughs> thought that's, that's honey street. wine colored mm a uh, golden yellow is preferable. So, it appears that there
0: is some kind of grand tournament or competition uh being organized today. Uh it, you know, there there is uh there's a bit of, there's kind of some uh, some stands that have been set up on the outskirts of town. Um the keep to White Sparrow is not kind of in the town proper. Um there is uh a, a keep where the uh the lord of White Sparrow lives on the um illustration of uh, uh, White Sparrow. You can see the keep up in the kind of top right corner there. So it's a little bit outside of town. And they've constructed some wooden, uh, you know, uh, stands for uh, for villagers to assemble and watch. And kind of, an, uh, you know, a fairly uh, large fighting pit has been a, a set up, uh, you know, a short walk from the, uh, the, the White Sparrow keep. And the villagers are kind of streaming up there um, in expectation
1: of some kind of entertainment, or at least what passes for entertainment in White Sparrow. It's a very small. This is how they get rid of all the extra
4: adventurers yeah. in town. Mm-hmm.
6: Great. <laughs> hey, um, uh, <laughs> at the point point of order, Mister Chairman. This German. is
0: what we call the call to action, I, listeners.
6: Uh, <laughs> I, I hate to ask this question, but have we already assembled into a team? I missed this part of the narrative.
0: I think you are at least a uh, a ragtag collection of people. So we don't. We're not oh, trying Tony. to
6: create a quorum. We have one. Tony, We're, as you
4: no doubt know from all of your reading of Joseph Campbell, the step immediately after the call to action is, Hero refuses the call.
6: I don't think okay, we should talk to this town crier. I'm small. just saying,
0: I noted that the, the current reaction was no reaction. Cool, cool, cat, cool Cat
1: takes one of his boomerangs from his boomerang pocket and chucks it. He's been trying for a while now to see if he can get the boomerang to go around one side of the hand and come back around the other side of the hand. All right. Uh, roll me some kind of boomerang check.
0: 16. Uh, Yeah, it, it finally comes all the way around. And you catch hey, it guys, guys, ge-
1: I got it. I got it. It's you catch job, it in your job. terrifying uh, giant mascot I dance. have nothing else to do in this town. I, <laughs> that was it. That was all I could do. I am so bored.
4: T- Tony, I would like to talk to the town crier. I would like uh, to loom up behind him. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How tall are you? <laughs>
4: Mm. Excuse, Excuse me.
0: me. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Did not see... Oh, I guess I don't have to yell. You're right here. Uh, didn't see you there.
4: Could you elaborate, please, Oh, about uh, the monetary aspect of the prize?
0: Well, I believe uh, that, that Lord Marlon Whitesparrow has... Well, the, there's two prizes, really. There's dinner with Lord Marlon Whitesparrow, a prize that you can truly not... Put any value on because it is invaluable. We're, I'll I mean, I say. Assume, and
4: how about the part that is valuable?
0: I believe <laughs> that they are awarding a uh, twenty gold pieces per sur- surviving person uh, to the the victor of the contest of adventurers. Twenty gold I'm, pieces.
5: I'm hungry. A yeah, handsome
0: 20 prize. I'm some twenty.
6: I lack any concept of monetary value, so I'm not. great 20's at pretty making good. Decisions. All
1: right. I feel like um all right. Hold on. We, I'd love we to meet Lord bond- Whitesparrow. He sounds really exciting. I hope he's more we interesting our- than this town.
6: We haven't had <laughs> any bonding experiences yet, folks. Let's uh, mm-hmm. we should do something incredibly violent, dangerous, and likely to not succeed. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great way to get started. Well that right. sounds like we
3: should go to the pub.
0: Let me uh, <laughs> let me tell you, let's let's give you a little bit of sense of money in Dungeons and Dragons. If you were uh th- they they uh the the way they approximate this is um, they call it lifestyle expenses so uh, the price per day for living in squalid conditions one silver piece poor conditions two silver pieces modest one gold piece. I feel like that's probably your uh, between adventures, you know, you're waiting for your next payday kind of situation. Uh, Comfortable will cost you two gold pieces, wealthy, four gold pieces, and aristocratic, ten gold pieces, and up. So for twenty gold pieces, you could live a pretty nice, you know, day or weekend, right? Um, Let's just see.
3: So, we're basically starting out this adventure with taxes and trade negotiations. It mm. always Go goes well. Mm-hmm. It's Look, best people,
0: way. people ask, what does 20 gold pieces mean? I am telling you
1: what it means. It means we don't uh, have to work so, for the next three weeks if we want to just hang yeah, around. Yeah, I, I think
0: town. 20 gold pieces pro- is probably equivalent to several hundred dollars in America. That is several thousand dollars Canadian. <laughs> and it's eight pounds.
5: Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. And uh, in. Uh, James for you uh let's say uh one really fancy lego set. How's that? 14 groats. Uh, I'm Scottish, sold already. Scottish Scottish currency exchange. <laughs> let's fight for dinner <laughs> so,
1: and money.
5: Yeah. Yay, for dinner. <laughs> let's do it.
0: All right. I want to take a bath at a
6: fancy hotel, so let's do it.
0: There are no fancy hotels in uh White Sparrow. but you will have well there is a spa, so you will have the funds to to uh seek out a, a spa. fancy hotel. Yeah. Uh, oh good gladiatorial
1: games. We've moved on from episode one to episode two.
0: <clears throat> Indeed. So I have loaded you to a new map uh, where you are uh, you parade into the uh, uh, the kind of uh, improvised coliseum that has been set up outside of the. Uh, <laughs> oh, I didn't the know West we were Barrow doing Keep. improv. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> mm.
3: yes. This contest is one of stuff All right. Yeah.
0: Can, can somebody name something for me that is a fight? I'm hearing gladiatorial pins. Yeah, uh, um, arm wrestling. Um, yeah, All I have right. a weapon, dildo <coughs> factory, <laughs> Scottish. <laughs> Thank you, Monty. Hey, uh, <laughs> <A> Donnybrook, <laughs> uh, improv uh, audience Very member. Nice. Hullabaloo. Content. Do you see your characters at the bottom of this map?
3: Yes, yes. we do. You, indeed. Can you
0: still move your characters? Uh,
3: uh, this is just a trick to make yes. us go into the yes. arena. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Alright, the, uh, the brown mead adventuring party is already, uh, waiting for you. They have kind of, uh, formed up into a line. Um, the town crier, uh, reads the rules. This will be a grand fight between two adventuring parties. The brown mead, that's mead, not meat. And the crier, <laughs> I enunciate very clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not a fight to the death. Lord Marlon Wh- Whitesparrow merely wishes to see the true test of an adventure in combat, not death here in the lovely town of Whitesparrow. Uh once someone is unconscious, please no further damage. Uh it is customary that it is 6 to verse 6. You line up across from your opponents here and uh of course again the prize is dinner with Lord marlin white sparrow and a nominal amount of money
3: samson is carrying an extremely conspicuous and heavy looking bag uh, over his shoulder Uh,
0: what's in that bag bag?
3: he has placed it at his feet just now
0: all right uh why don't you uh line up kind of you'll see that they are not all along the back wall You, you all should line up you know like in the middle of the arena across from them dodgeball style
4: yeah, this is definitely
5: how not Rose fighting like to in fight. the doorway,
4: out in the middle of the giant room.
0: Yeah, it's even to call this a room is is you know this is a sparsely con- contained field, Monty. <laughs> oh, this is the worst kind of room. Uh, you guys are not really in a line per se. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. Uh do you wish to uh you may wish to configure
7: it's a yourself a wavy line.
0: Uh, we were not con-
4: given instructions.
0: Well, you kind of were. Uh you may wish to configure yourself a relative uh to the uh the adventures uh, uh the opposing adventuring party, uh the town crier uh announces No Krong. <laughs> Offsides.
1: Uh, <laughs> He's just in the shadow. You can't even see him.
0: <laughs> uh, the, uh, the, the leader of the Brown Mead uh, uh, Adventuring Party goes over to the, yeah, uh, yeah. the Crier and whispers some things. And the Crier says Announcing the Brown Mead Adventuring Company, r- led by Rachel Hollowharp, also including Thom Underwing, the Toothless Twins, Lionel Grandrock. And Surin Wispospire. So looking across at these six adventures, you know, it's, I mean, not to paint with a broad brush, but these, these adventures look a little less disreputable than compared to you. I mean, you know, maybe they were more like bandits at one point and now find themselves in the adventure. What is a bandit and what is an adventure? You know, I mean... Uh Isn't 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 an adventure really just a bandit of goblins? Um, let's let's unpack this today. Um, I
6: I have a problem though. We don't have a fancy name. Should we mm, have a fancy name? You're too? about to
0: be asked for one. Uh, yeah, so exactly. Six,
6: Perhaps we should consult with each other. Yes.
0: Um. So uh, the uh, the uh, the the group of six across from you. Uh, it has been introduced that Rachel Hollowharp is uh the the leader. She looks like a, a relatively seasoned adventurer. Um. She is she is armed with a, a, a tough looking sword and also has kind of it looks like some kind of uh, bag of spell components uh, on her belt Uh, thom underwing and lionel grandrock i'm gonna be honest they kind of just look like thugs Uh, the toothless twins are a pretty uh they're a a pair of dwarven twins they're called toothless because they seem to have lost all of their teeth uh before in battle and honestly they have that look that suggests that they probably have lost more fights than they've won and at the end of the lineup is surin uh Willowspire, who looks uh probably well, he looks like he's probably some kind of spellcaster. So that is your lineup. Um the the uh town crier goes over and well Krong is there on the end of the line so he says and and you sir the name of your adventuring group? legally binding the five <laughs> There's six of you. Assassins. <laughs> the five assassins uh, and somebody who's not an assassin. <laughs> <laughs> but what an assassin!
3: nobody heard,
5: what knows have, which. What I have heard that And
0: their from, opponents, okay. the five assassins. There's a, a murmur goes the crowd. There's six of them, but one of them must not be an assassin. Um,
2: which one is it? What a mystery. Magical.
0: Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and somehow the Crown crier knows your names Krong, Karakun, Samson, Jotham, and a strange bag, Reed, Quarrel, <laughs> Cool Cat, and Chomasa. Uh, there's a kind of a, a quick countdown and then a bell rings. At which wait, wait, point- do we have to have a captain too? Do we need a captain? This is getting uh, chaotic. I think Krong, I think Krong, was, captain. Captain. Krong was the captain. Krong is the captain by worthiness of being the closest to the town crier and okay. your lack of organization. Um <laughs> Damn it. That's what we call a battlefield promotion, Krong.
1: Look, it's a flat sort of non-hierarchical structure here in the mini
0: mm, Yeah, we have a rotating
6: executive power. We're all in a line, driven, so.
4: Board battle plan alpha
6: <laughs> all right battle plan alpha people i can't count
0: <laughs> oh no, oh, no. <laughs> uh to start off with you should all roll initiative it's that kind of fight all right so uh let me just read through the order here this will be the order of battle this is going to be a little chaotic uh because i have a bunch of different opponents who are moving on different terms so here is the battle samson jotham cool cat The evil thumb well, not evil, but your opponent, thumb Underwing, followed by Karakin, followed by the magic user Surin Willowspire, then Chomasa, the thug Lionel Grandrock, Krong, leader of the Brownmead Inventuring Company Rachel Hollowharp, the Toothless Twins, and then spooky cleric Reed Quarrel, bringing up the rear. So, Sansom Jotham, you have rolled highest. You are the first to react as soon as the bell rings.
3: I think uh before combat starts of course uh Samson has just reached down into the bag and the there's a sort of chime of an unearthly bell that rings out from the bag and the people are uh, like is
0: that the bell to start no that's the other it's a different bell it's a, it's a completely <laughs> different bell mm. this is
3: two different tones i know they're quite similar all uh, right yes um, um, ding, higher. Ding. Mm. Um, and from the bag uh like no animal you've ever seen a sort of mix of light and dark metallic skin glowing eyes but a friendly smile
0: so like a uh, raccoon is that what you're saying no a raccoon wait what what <laughs>
3: no this oh, right. this is the proper pandas uh, mm. except nobody knows what a panda is here anyway mm. um
0: yeah R- rachel hollowheart looks at the town crier it's like robots and the town crier just
3: shrugs
2: <laughs> it's like
3: <laughs> <laughs> this is a mechanical this sorry not mechanical this is a magical construct mm. um i spent all the money on this mm-hmm. so um yes uh, i have a little companion called pascal uh, okay. who can bite people he is a steel defender, which is one of the perks of being a level three artificer.
0: All right. So uh, you have deployed Pascal. Is that your action or does Pascal get to do something?
3: Uh, Pascal get goes after me, according to mm-hmm. the rules, and I can use a bonus action to communicate with Pascal to say what to do. So I go first. All right. Um, And I think to demonstrate that I have new skills, I will... Uh, Use a firebolt uh, across the uh, cavern at oh, uh, toothless twin number one. All I right. Would say, and I roll uh, an eighteen plus five. That's twenty-three.
0: All right. Uh, that firebolt catches uh, the toothless twin right in the chest
3: and does a grand total of uh seven damage
0: all right uh he is charred and staggering
3: um i then uh pascal runs over to him and uh, bites with a force empowered rend which is a a melee attack Mm um which let's see uh, I rolled a 19 plus 4, which is also wow. a 23.
0: S- strong rolls.
3: Roll and, damage. And D8 plus 2 force damage, <clears throat> which is a 7.
0: Okay. Uh, the first of the two of the twin uh, taps out before the fight has even really started. I'm out! I'm out! He says. And hopefully Pascal lets his leg go. <laughs> He kind of crawls helplessly to the side of the arena.
3: <laughs> I think we said that we want to kill anyone. I don't mention, there was no mention of legs, whether to no. <laughs> remain attached.
0: Oh. Still alive. All right. Samson, is that you and Pascal?
3: Yep, that's us.
0: All right.
1: Cool Cat. Uh, cool Cat is going to uh, use his crossbow and attempt to hit uh, Lionel Grandrock, who's ready All right across from him. Somewhat fearsome looking thug, Lionel Grandrock. And that's a uh, 21 to hit. Ugh, right in the shoulder. Uh, Lionel is going to take seven damage. He just stares at you with kind of beady eyes. <laughs> and Cool Cat steps back. Okay,
0: (laughs) the arena is only so big, uh, and there may be you know you don't know what the punishment is for being knocked out of ground out of the uh, out of the ring. You haven't read all the rules. Uh -uh. All right, Uh, Thom Underwing is first, and he is the first of the uh, the Brown Mead adventuring party to get to go. Uh, Let me just remind myself what Thom can do: Um, make Mead, Mead hurling.
7: But possibly not very good mead because it's brown. All right. Well, yeah.
0: Thumb, Thumb's <laughs> looking. He's got his crossbow. He's got a giant mace. He's thinking about what he can do. He's thinking about how far he is lined up across from Karakin. Karakin is 25 feet away. Thom charges forward toward the somewhat diminutive sorcerer in the Five Assassins Adventuring Company and swings at you, Karakin, with his mace. Uh, I'm. 7 versus ac and what do i do <laughs> well you tell me if your ac is 7 or less uh, i suspect it's not
6: i don't know what ac is armor, armor class. class thank you sorry um
7: it's usually still... at the top in the middle top in the middle in a little there. shield
6: There it is, 11 my armor class 11 sorry
0: about that all right so, uh, you duck out of the way. <laughs> he winds up and swings again because Thom is a heavy hitter who gets to attack multiple times per turn. This time, 13, which hits your armor oh. class of 11. And he hits you. There's kind of a, maybe a, a, a mild crunching noise, Karakin, as he gets you in the side. Five bludgeoning damage as he's punishing the little sorcerer. Oof. How many hit points do you have total, Karakin? Uh, thirteen is what you have left, or what you started. Oh, that's right. With? That's
6: what I started with. With thirteen, so I'm gonna
0: mark that that
6: I took five. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you have
0: like eight. I have eight. That would be the math. Yes. That's not a lot. It not is lot. your turn. A t- rather intimidating thug looms over you with his mace, uh, which may impede some of the things you could do. Um, but uh, I'm interested to in see what you do now.
6: I uh, I'm a, a big fan of witchbolt. Mm-hmm. Which uh, can cast a fair amount of damage. It's a mm-hmm. crackling blue energy that lances out. And
0: um, now, to- remind me, slash Glenn. Does Glenn want to cast Witch Bolt right here, or does he want to back up first?
6: Uh, I don't think it matters with it. It says it's okay. within thirty feet. Is that right? So it doesn't. Ca- it's no more value. uh well, I don't know. Is there, do I have to roll to see if it backlashes on me or something? If, or no? if
4: it's a range spell attack that you have to roll to hit with. You would want to be five feet farther away.
6: Uh, Do I have to do that? I can do that as part of my turn, though, right? I can walk backwards. You can. uh, can, But if you do that, he
4: will attack you.
2: Yeah.
4: Oh, wait.
6: So if I move back, he attacks before I cast the Witch Bolt?
0: Yes. Correct. Interesting. Uh, Because it's hard. You're trying to cast. You want to be throwing Witch Bolts at people across a battlefield. You would not plan for a thug to run up to you and hit you with a mace.
6: That makes a lot of sense. Uh, so your
0: choices, Karakin, are probably, and other adventurers feel free to weigh in here, yes. you can either back up, which means you might get hit with a mace again, or uh, and to be able to get a good shot with the Witch Bolt, or try and do Witch Bolt at disadvantage from close range. Unless so. you have oh.
7: something that's a, a melee attack. If yes. you have a weapon or a spell that's, uh, that's close. Or attack somebody
3: else, presumably. Mm-hmm. i got
6: crossbow. I've got a light crossbow. I've got a dagger. I don't have a lot of... Stuff in that variety. You could try to stab him. <laughs> I could try to stab him. He's uh I don't know, he's pretty uh He's big. Big beefy the guy. I think I think spells might be my best approach uh in terms of defense. Do you have any um, spells
7: that are that are touch based?
6: I've got uh I've got Bane, but it doesn't cast they have to cast a um a charisma
4: saving throw uh
7: yeah, and that just that just that's hurts very... them. No, that's a
4: really good spell. If you cast Bane on them, then one of us will have a much easier time destroying them yeah. for you. If,
7: oh. if they fail their if saving will. throws.
4: Yeah. Well, yes, but if we assume they make all their saving throws, <laughs> we might as well just lie down and die now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> guys, let me tell you, I got a lot of faith in the brown meat adventuring company. They just have, I mean, it's not
0: that their stats are great. They just seem like winners and you guys seem well, like not, I mean, there's not a word for it, but not winners. <laughs>
6: <laughs> I I think Witch Bolt at a disadvantage might be I don't have a lot of, I mean I don't have a lot of options. I got Let poison me spray. Yep. Go for it. Do it. Do it. Just All right. go for it. Go okay, for it. So how do Witch I roll bolt a disadvantage? In the face? It's one it's a 1d12 lightning damage. No, nope, uh, you have to
7: roll to hit first, oh, so you have to roll a d20, but you'd have to roll a d20 twice and take the lower roll.
6: What, Erica I said. Okay, so I roll a d20 twice. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got a 15 and
0: uh oops. And
6: a 13. Alright,
0: those are both good rolls. Yeah. Okay. You would add something to them. Uh, I'm gonna tell you that they're gonna hit, so.
6: Okay, so then so I, you So
0: uh, you, you witchbolt him right in the chest.
6: Excellent. Nice. And then I roll d12 for damage, how much I flicked, or no? Yep.
0: Okay. Is it a d12 plus something, or just a d12? Uh, it just says d12 on the information sheet here.
4: Okay.
7: All right. That's pretty good. Good old d12. Two.
0: <laughs> Alright, glancing witchbolt blow hits him um for two damage
4: that's okay it's a start hey
7: yeah i mean it looked really cool
4: yeah yeah it still looks cool right because there's like something the witch bolt keeps witch bolting yeah
6: also and it says on each of the turns for the duration i can use the action to deal a 1d12 lightning damage automatically
7: (gasps) yeah oh man that's a but i don't know how do i handle that
3: you just
4: wait till your next turn, and oh,
7: <laughs> mm-hmm. they just, just say his
0: witch bolted. Um, all right, that's so, a good choice. Uh, Surin Willowspire is uh, kind of scampers forward, kind of takes cover behind this pillar in the middle of the fight pit, and looks around at the uh, the people in the in the in the uh, the adventuring company and. Well, she he, uh she sets her eyes on Chomasa and she casts a sacred flame on Chomasa. So let me just remind myself how sacred flame works. That's a cantrip. Um. So, uh, Chomasa, make a dexterity saving throw. Twelve. Nope. Thirteen.
5: Oh.
0: All right, you dodge out of the way as a bolt of radiant energy hits the side of the fight pit next to your head. Um. All right, so that was Surin Willaspire. Chomasa, you are next.
5: Yeah, Uh, I wasn't going to throw fire at that Surin, but maybe now I will with my fire breath. So I'm going to line up. If
3: this you is- move forward, you can possibly take out a number of people with your fire breath.
5: It's fifteen feet.
3: It's a uh, we we've l- legislated cones before. Uh, on <laughs> TDK UK. Um,
5: yeah, it's a fifteen foot cone.
0: I bet you could catch surin and uh, Grand Rock in it. Um, okay, well,
5: I'm, I'm gonna get right here then. That that would be right. fifteen feet, right?
0: You run up to surin, and who is like and then they both have to scampering behind this pillar here, and suddenly you scamper around the other side of the pillar. Surin is startled to see you there.
5: And I let loose with my fire breath, and they have to do a um, dexterity saving throw and at least 11.
0: All right, Surin goes first. Surin gets an 18. Surin hits the deck as your uh, your fire bursts over uh, Surin. Uh, let's see. Grand Rock is behind. Grand Rock uh, see, is looking at Surin. Like, well, it's like, why is Surin on the ground? Grand Rock gets the full blast of the fire. Does Surin take damage even on a success?
5: Yeah, they get half damage on success. All right. so and roll damage. I rolled 10.
0: All right, Surin is badly burned. Uh, her cape is on fire, and uh, Lionel Grandrock yeah. <laughs> takes ten damage Woo. to the face. Woo. Lionel, <laughs> Grand- Lionel Grandrock has now been hit with fire and a crossbow mm-hmm. bolt from. Cole I might Cat. be an assassin. Not looking great.
6: Whoa!
0: You all set, Chomasa?
5: That is my turn. Yes.
0: All right. Well, Lionel Grandrock uh, kind of brushes off the fire and rushes up uh, to Chomasa, wielding a mace and looking pissed. He does not appreciate being set on fire. He sees Chomasa there. He's going to make some melee attacks. Uh, Chomasa, 14 versus armor class, and 15 versus armor class.
5: Those will both hit.
0: Oof. Oh, You take two uh, t- two hits, so that's ten total bludgeoning damage, as he just wallops you on you with a mace.
3: Oh. That hurts. Are you still up? Oh, I'm still up. Okay. We're giving the public some entertainment here. <laughs> <laughs> Krong is next. I would
4: like to move, and I will make my lumbering way up to there. And now I would like to try to use a cunning action to hide. Now It's going to be challenging in the a, arena. I agree. I can see a shadow. I'm suggesting that <laughs> Tom, uh, what's his name here, is facing south, and everybody else might lose me in the shadow. Mm, okay. Are you buying that? Do I get to roll? Yeah, you
0: get to I roll. Mean,
7: there's definitely a shadow.
4: You definitely, okay. Monty, you always get to
0: try. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I
4: rolled a one, Ooh. so my total is eight. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I, I think I think that probably no one is convinced. It's hard. You're, right. you're a large buck
4: uh, It's a small shadow. Fine, fine, fine. Well, Karakon looks like he could use some help with this guy. Please. Mm. So I will take out my rapier and stab him.
2: Yay. Mm. Go so go you're on.
4: stabbing Karakhan. Very good. Curry favor with the brown maid adventuring company. No.
6: Ever. <laughs>
4: Tom, what's his name? I have rolled a nine to hit. Uh, Is it a nine plus anything? No, it was four plus five.
0: Oh. I don't
4: have advantage because I am not hidden.
0: Uh, So somehow, whether he saw you there or just manages to be light on his feet, uh, Thom jumps out of the way of your first uh, rapier cut.
4: All right. Well, that's my turn then. Oh, thanks for trying. I'm a level two rogue. How many attacks do you imagine I have? Great to see ya. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Appreciate this one. At least I'm hidden from Rachel Rachel Hollow Harp.
0: Rachel Hollow Harp is next. What will Rachel Hollow Harp do? Uh, do, do, do.
2: Hmm.
6: Why is her harp hollow? Anyway, it seems like it would make a bad resonance sound.
4: Well, solid harps. You can't get to the strings. In the uh,
0: Rachel Hollow Harp is going to come she runs over here she sees that uh, Krong and Karakan are beating up on her, her good friend Thumb Underwing so she is going to t- try and deal with Krong she rushes over and she wallops Krong or attempts to wallop Krong with a mace uh, 14 Krong
4: that is my armor class
0: and higher you're going to take ten bludgeoning damage as she catches you with two heart, uh, hearty mace hits.
4: Oh golly! Okay, I will take that ten out of my total fifteen
0: damage. Oh man! Oh. All right, you are in bad shape. Uh, the toothless Thanks. twins Thanks. are next. Uh, unfortunately, I guess One toothless. Of yeah, what is the singular of twin? Um,
4: <laughs> It's twin.
0: twin. Okay, you just take the S off. (laughs) (laughs) How would that even work? Uh, The toothless twin attacks the strange robot beast in front of it. Sansom Jotham. Um, It used
4: to be the toothless septuplets. (laughs) (laughs) There's been a lot
7: of attrition.
6: Tragic tale.
3: Uh, Some of them got fake teeth.
4: Mm.
0: Uh, Roll a 19 to hit the robot. uh, That is
3: going to hit the robot panda and make it Does the robot panda
0: have head. hit points?
3: It does indeed. Um, All
0: right. Well, it took 4 slashing damage.
3: Okay, that's not too bad.
0: All right. It is time for the spooky cleric, the newest character to join spooky. Total Party Kill Mini Adventures to show us what is in the spooky cleric handbook. That's your All right. Erica.
7: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh Reed Coral, I'm just going to Stand there calmly. And let's see. Uh, So we've got uh, Lionel and Surin over there who have already been injured. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm pretty good at medicine. Can I tell which of them is worse off? Do I need to roll for that?
0: Uh, Surin is very badly burned and is a magic user. Um, Whereas uh, Lionel is... uh, a pretty hardy looking thug so he's damaged so yeah i would say Surin does not look good
7: okay um then i am going to you'll see like out from the uh the the black cloak my hand comes out and it's holding a uh, a holy symbol that is in the shape of a a skeletal hand reaching up to hold uh scales like scales of justice and it it glows briefly as i point with my other hand at mm-hmm. uh, Surin willowspar spire and say Today is your day. And uh, and then I rolled a hit as a spectral... Um, let's see. What, is it, what does it look like?
2: Spooky. It's a battle to unconsciousness.
0: Yes. Battle to unconsciousness, a- not battle to death. But...
7: <laughs> 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 uh maybe i heard that maybe i didn't i'm very mm. tall sound doesn't always mm. carry all the way up here i have a question about this spell i am casting mm. chill touch um, mm. which is supposed to create a ghostly skeletal hand but since i find undead such an abomination can we can we say that uh that reed quarrel's hand is just a regular hand that still looks a absolutely kind of looking Okay. All right. So, kind of a, a spooky, ghostly-looking hand appears in the square where Sirin Willowspire is, and just reaches out and gently touches her on the shoulder, and probably doesn't do much of anything because I rolled an eight. Uh,
0: doesn't. Oh, uh, chill touch is that's an attack versus they have to roll something. Um,
7: it's just a spell attack against the creature. Okay. To assail it.
2: Mm-hmm. You're
0: on. Alright. So uh an an eight I'm sorry, an, an what did you say an eight or a nine uh does not hit Surin Willow Spire?
7: It was an eight. Yep. Okay. And and then I kinda shrug a little bit, and then as a bonus action, I turn and let's see. Again, very good at medicine. Which of my companions is the worst off?
0: Uh they could just tell you. Karakan, Kron, you're both in bad shape, eight right? Left. Yeah, that's over well, here uh, on this side. Oh and Chomasa.
6: I've got uh, eight hit points left out of my 13. I have eight. I have five. So it's, so it's Krong. Oh! Okay. Krong.
7: All right. Then I turn to my left and I point at Krong and I say, not today. And uh, Krong gets back, as I use a healing word, five hit points. So I have doubled your hit points. All
4: hail, whichever god it was you said. <laughs>
7: <laughs> well played, Krong. for Kel- um. be praised
4: indeed all
7: right Reed
4: big turn anything else
7: Uh, I'm just gonna lean against this pillar all right
4: (laughs) (laughs) and you'll look cool too amazing yeah Uh
0: Samson Jotham you are still kind of uh, back hanging out by a pillar with Reed Coral you know uh, cool cat lurks in the distance Uh, your robot panda is in melee with the remaining toothless twin
3: well I I feel given that they're twins I should use exactly the same attacks on both of them Mm. Um, because that, that should work, the science. Uh, so I am going to use my uh, Firebolt cantrip again. And uh, I roll uh, 13 plus 5 and
0: 18. Uh, wow, you're on a roll. So your Firebolt catches the Toothless Twin in the chest for? Uh,
3: let's see, one d D10, what's my D10 gone? There we go. Um, that is uh, five.
0: Five. All right. <laughs> you, you seem surprised by numbers. I, I I thought there was a plus somewhere,
3: but it <laughs> yeah.
2: ran away.
0: All right. Uh, the Toothless Twin is badly burned, staggering on his feet, looking a little bit confused about where that firebolt is coming from. He's still staring at the robot panda next to him.
3: Well, with good reason, because the robot panda is just going to launch for his throat. Oh, God. Um, (laughs) This is... So that is... So it's plus four to hit. So uh, 13 plus five, 18. That's 18 again. The twin twin stuff works. Mm. I I told you, it's science. Roll Um, crushing
0: neck damage.
3: (laughs) Crushing neck damage of 1d8 plus 2 force damage. I don't think that's force damage in the Jedi sense, really. No. That would be (laughs) 7 plus plus 2. Nine.
0: All right. The Toothless Twin says, no! (laughs) And and, and, and kind of crawls for the edge of the arena. The announcer is like, another Toothless Twin is out. It is now 4 to 6 for the... Five assassins and one other character, but they look like they are taken a beating from the brown mead head. adventuring company. It's anyone's fight.
1: Cool Cat. Alright, Cool Cat is a team player. Everybody. Mm. Team player. Mm-hmm. Cool Cat You're runs up, for like runs up behind vent you could climb into. Cool Cat <laughs> runs up behind Chomasa um, and gives her a, a healing word. Oh,
7: nice. So you get
1: eight hit points back
7: with a healing word wow thank you
1: zoom (laughs) um or
7: is that a cure wounds nope because you can do healing word at a distance
1: uh oh sorry that was cure wounds okay that was cure wounds so eight eight hit points for cure wounds for chomasa i then turn back over my shoulder toward karakon and give him a healing word. Feel better.
7: <gasps> Are we you. saying you can cast two spells in a turn? Uh, healing words a bonus action.
1: Can... Yeah, healing words bonus.
7: It is, it, but but you're bonus... Or
1: can I cast two spells on a turn, even though one of them you a can bonus if
7: action? one of them the... you can if one of them's a bonus action, and if the other spell is a cantrip.
1: Oh, it's not a cantrip. Oh. It's a first level spell. Ooh. See, Erica, it sucks as a DM.
2: <laughs> She's the top
4: DM. She's read the rules. She's
3: Sheater. just trying to curry favor with Tony
0: now. Uh, well, I know I, I this because works. I looked it up. Erica gains advent uh, gains inspiration. All right. Well, <laughs> if, I, if I can't, if, if, if
1: Cool Cat knew that he couldn't do that, then he's not going to do that. All right. What will Cool we'll Cat do instead? Cool Cat is going to be less of a team player.
6: Oh, that's right. um, I'll be fine over here in the corner.
1: But we'll but we'll cast a uh, a healing word on Shamasa, so mm-hmm. Shamasa gets four four okay. hits points back. That's my bonus action.
7: Yeah, the only reason that I know that is because I looked it up right before my turn because I needed to see like what I could do on my own turn. Um, <laughs> Otherwise, I, I would not have. Known. I am mm-hmm. going, I operate
0: right on a strict. I can't learn how everyone's character works. Principles. I, I'm going to I'm gonna supply
1: bardic inspiration to uh to Caracon. Uh so Caracon may be
0: knocked out by by, by on, right after this. Uh,
1: Maybe he's less likely to do that if my, he has inspiration.
6: My soul is lightened for a moment as I think of yeah. home far away.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, Bardic inspiration goes to Caracon and then since okay. I can't cast another spell I'm going to fire a uh, crossbow bolt at Lionel again.
0: So you did two bonus actions there? Is that what happened? Uh, uh-huh. Yes. Okay, right. cool. And then you fire a crossbow bolt at Lionel yeah, uh, Grandrock. Uh, 12 hits him. Lionel Grandrock is wow. a big beefy guy, and he is not very light on his feet.
1: My crossbow bolt does 12 damage.
0: Whoa! What he lacks in uh beefiness, he or in light on his feetness, he makes up in beefiness. He is badly wounded but not unconscious. He pulls the crossbow bolt out of his arm. Surin is like, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> and there's just blood running down his arm. And he looks a cool cat. <laughs> it
1: in. And let's see. Does he do this? I, Lionel is like, I'm totally gonna bully that cat. <laughs> I have done a lot here. And Ooh. so I'm just going to be done now. <laughs> that was a All lot. right, thanks, thanks for not as much here. as I could have done, Erica. <laughs> <laughs>
2: thanks, oh, thanks, Erica. Yeah, thanks, oh, Erica. Oh,
0: finally, we're playing real Dungeons and Dragons, not fake make up <laughs> the rules Dungeons and Dragons. All right, uh, Thom Underwing is next. He is the unfortunate middle of a Krong and Karakin sandwich, uh, but Karken does not look well off. He's hoping that he can. Uh, Dismantle one half of the sandwich here. Uh, oh. He l- he lines up and swings at Karakin. It's only a nine, which is not going to hit. He has Yay. multi-attack. He swings again. Oh, and that is Uh-oh. 17 to hit. Oh. Uh, five bludgeoning damage as he breaks some more of your raccoon-like ribs. Oh, no. I'm
6: down now to... Uh, three. I can't roll any defense, right? This is just it. Nope. Okay, and I'm down to three. So. And I'm going to be All Erica
4: right. this time. Doesn't he have to make a concentration check to keep the witch bolt going?
6: Uh, Probably. According to Do I? Does witch automatic. bolt require concentration? It's a
4: concentration spell.
1: It says...
4: Duration, concentration up to one minute.
1: Oh. So if oh, he gets hit, he point. has to save against losing yeah. concentration? Yes. Okay.
7: hmm
1: Ah, this is why spellcasters stay in the back, I see.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Do I roll This is why they usually
1: don't go to the front
0: and get the heck beaten out of them by a thug. Oh, yeah, I got a nine. Uh Uh-oh.
1: That seems not good. Do I add something
6: to
4: that? It's a constitution saving throw.
1: So Uh, whatever your constitution modifier is, if you have one. I
6: have plus one, so I got 10. Oh.
1: I think you're good then,
0: right? then. right? I think so.
6: Oh I can yeah. oh, that's I you know keep thinking so about that. You can that zap him next to the turn. DC.
0: Here's how it works. Uh whenever you take damage when you're concentrating on a spell, that's happening right now, you make a constitution saving throw to maintain your concentration. So he's beating on you with a mace, uh, Glenn, and you're like, but I'm still witchbolting you. Uh the DC of the saving throw equals ten or half the damage you take, whichever number is higher. So ten is higher than half of the five damage you've taken. So you are continuing God, to witch okay. bolt him as he beats the heck out of you uh with with the mace. Uh if okay. you take note, if you take damage from multiple sources such as an arrow and a dragon's breath, you make separate saving throws for each source of damage. That's All right great yes. to know.
1: Yeah, I like I like that <laughs> such as a dragon gonna- shooting arrows at you. And so because he didn't go down and because he passed his concentration check, that means that on the next turn, Karakon can just choose to deal one D12 of damage to our friend,
0: right? Indeed. And ah, in ah, fact, that next yeah. turn
1: is now.
2: Now, uh,
0: Glenn, I believe in Witchbolt yes. that is not even an action. That just happens, right? It,
1: it happens. It Correct. is. You t- it I says, think you take an action to uh, deal
4: the damage.
6: Do I? It says it's uh, target. It says... Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you can use your action to deal. I'm sorry. Yes, to deal one d twelve automatically. You so may
0: wish to, to do that because that all yeah, your other things. That is a free, of free hit. thing. Okay, yep.
6: I'm doing that now. I'm rolling twelve, and I got a nine. Yes.
0: All right. Yes. And I add we'll to that no.
6: No, nope, so I think it's just, oh, it's just an, nine damage, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh,
0: Thumb Underwing looks displeased about this as the Witch Bolt just kind of continues to like burn in his gut. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Karakun, that was your action. Uh, so I think uh, you, I that was probably. I have a prob- bonus,
6: but I'm not going to do it, right? Because, okay. my, because my bonus is a melee attack within five feet. But if I do any other action, I disrupt the Witch Bolt, and I think Witch Bolt is my best. Continuing behavior, right?
7: I think you can Well, if you do use that your without, action
4: uh, to do anything else, that's true. But Oh, this is an attack, right? A bonus. No, but, a, this is a bonus? you can't attack well, a with bonus. a bonus action. Oh, well then, usually... Oh. Bonus so, action usually. is a specific class of things.
6: Yeah. I'm confused, because it's, it's listed under bonus actions as long-tooth shifting strike, melee attack. So that's not a thing I can do, even though it's listed under but, bonus
4: actions. It, what is it called? Yeah,
7: it
6: might be a... uh, Long-tooth shifting strike. A melee attack is the category, but it sh- appears under my bonus actions in my sheet. I don't know. I the sheet that is all
0: wise. Are you a shifter? He's a shifter. I am a shifter. Oh, so when you said human question mark, you lied to us.
6: Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm, lo- well, I'm long tooth sorcerer, so maybe that includes that? Yes,
0: it does. Long tooth. Okay. Uh, uh, so you are. You have some animalistic. Um, yes, so human question mark. Yes. Human ish. I think you can do that.
6: Okay, Monty, Uh, what do you think? uh, Sounds like yeah. Okay, I just don't want to disrupt the witch bolt, so I keep no. I think it's I think it's a special uh,
0: thing of being uh, uh, this weird long tooth thing, so you can take a swipe at him. Uh, So so what does your uh, long tooth shifting strike do?
6: It's uh, plus two hits, one d six damage.
0: All right, so it doesn't it doesn't have a very high chance of hitting, but roll to hit.
6: Right, right. So I oh I just I roll twenty twice. no once. Just once one okay so a two so probably so you nothing kinda, happened there
0: yeah you scratch it him with your little claws but you 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 don't you know you don't, you don't you don't get you don't get any uh you don't draw any blood so all right, all right. i made an effort that's the point here. you did you tried that's the important thing <laughs> on fast. the other side of the battlefield uh surin willow spire is face to face with chomasa is really not liking this uh situation um Hmm. Cern Willowspire is going to uh cast uh, cure wounds on herself. Um she regains one D eight plus Ooh, that's good. Uh Surin Willowspire looks uh much healthier than she did before. All right. Um, Oops. Got it. All right, Chomasa, you are next. There is now a relatively uh, healed-looking spellcaster next to you and a very badly wounded thug uh, next to you.
5: I am going to uh, use my... I have two swords. Mm. I don't know if you know this Mm. about me. I do. I'm going to use... uh, one sword attack and hit go for lionel i'm going mm-hmm. to hit lionel that's a spirit or maybe not uh six <laughs> we are school. not rolling super great today <laughs> so i'm going Samsonist. to use my other sword and also uh
2: five. Any, any, so any
5: better? i aimlessly do nothing oh. i might as well be poisoned
0: All right. Lionel it does not cool. li, Lionel does not look like like that Chomaso he's like Arr! and he's going to come in swinging with a mace. Uh first hit duck. is 15 versus AC and second hit is also is 14 versus AC.
5: Well, those both hit.
0: Oh, each one does 5 bludgeoning damage. Are oh, yeah. you still up?
5: I'm still up. I have 18 hit points. All and I still right. have 12.
0: Uh, so I am, I'm down to
5: cool two. Cat. Oh. Thank you, Cool Cat. <laughs>
0: Krong, you are back on the other side of the battlefield, flanked by two of the Brown Mead Adventuring Company. What will you do?
4: I will start by casually moving to this square, sort of on the other side of the pillar from uh, mm-hmm. Ms. Hollow Harp. I would like to hide. Uh, my argument here is everybody's looking away, and there's a pillar between me and Hollow Harp. I, You're not
0: disengaged from Hollow Harp, though, right? That's correct. That, okay, uh, you can try.
4: I I tried. I rolled a fifteen.
0: Uh, I'm gonna roll something to see if she has a chance of seeing you. Uh, I'm gonna say that you, she loses sight of you in the shadow of the pillar.
4: Am I hidden? You are hidden. Uh oh. Excellent. I would now room. like to attack. Uh, Thom. What's his name over here?
0: bomb underwing.
4: All right. I have advantage on this attack, so I will Uh hit... uh, I'm going to go with the natural 20... Yeah! yeah! That is, that is g- ec- excellent <laughs> choice, sir. <laughs> um,
0: oh. All right. So, Th- Krong, you duck into the shadow of the pillar. Uh, Rachel Hollowharp loses sight of you for a moment, and then Krong darts back out and just jams your rapier into the back of Thom Underwing, who thought Rachel had this whole situation under control.
4: Uh, doubling the dice, including Ooh. my sneak attack, I'm dealing 23 points of damage. <laughs>
0: And uh, no. you would you like to describe how you
4: incapacitate poor
0: Thom underwing?
4: Uh, sure. My rapier streaks towards the nape of his neck right there where the skull hits the spine. And then just as the point is about to pierce, I let the point skip up. So it scratches along the top of his head and I hit him with the pommel of the rapier right in the back of the head, knocking him out.
0: Nice. Oh, my skull spine! He says as he knocks out <laughs> <laughs> My
6: spine! Oh my god, that's great. Thank All you, Krong. Right. You're now my favorite person. So, yeah, Krong, somebody has
7: impressed me.
0: Krong, you are not hidden anymore because no. of your attack, right? That's, okay, that's right. All right. Uh, well, Rachel Hollowharp is next. She does not like this. Three of her company has gone down. Uh, Krong just did a devastating blow. Uh, so she sees you there and she's thinking about what to do. That's code for Tony's thinking about what to do. Um, let's see. Uh, well, you know, the thing that you did do by, by taking out, um, Uh, the, the, the person in the way is that you did clear space for Rachel Hollowheart, Rachel has been using a mace, but she goes for the bag of components on her on her or her belt, and she holds her hands up with her thumbs touching and her fingers spread, and a sheet of flames shoots forth from her outstretched Whoa. fingertips. Uh, each creature in a fifteen foot cube, or uh, sorry, fifteen foot cone, that's Krong Uh-oh. and Carrican, make a dexterity Uh-oh. saving throw. Uh,
1: you're going to take some fire damage either way. And and uh Karakon, you have bardic inspiration which means that you can roll an extra d6 on your saving throw if you feel you need to.
6: I only have 3 hit points so I probably should. Well only if you yeah. if you
1: roll badly then you can add the 6.
6: Oh, I'm sorry. So I roll a d20? Yes. Okay.
0: So I got eighteen.
1: Oh, all right. You don't need to do it
0: then because you to... succeed. So <laughs> both of you succeed. You're only going to take half the damage. I rolled nine damage. Uh-oh. So the downside is you're going to take four each. So Carrickon may be out no matter what. Right? I am
6: out. I have three hit points left. So
0: Karikin, you hit the ground as your is your uh, your cape uh, catches on fire, and you signal the uh, the town crier that you're no, you're like you're out. <laughs> Tag yeah
4: stop dropping stop drop and roll
0: uh krong (laughs) how are you
4: uh fine how are you doing all right uh karakin you you
0: limp over to the side of the arena uh thumb underwing is already there nursing a a bruise to the back of his head he offers you some orange slices Um, (laughs) good fight fight. yeah um (laughs) He's like, you're not so bad. Uh, Alright, that was Rachel Hollow Harp. Uh, the Toothless Twins are next, except they're also already out. They're over in the penalty box. Penalty box is where you get sent when you get killed by a robot panda. Uh Re-quirrel, you Can't are it. next. The, the announcer is going wild. The crowd doesn't seem to care so much, but the announcer is like, <laughs> only three are left in the Brown Meat Adventuring Company. These five assassins and one other are doing Good work. Will they gain Lord Marlin Willowspire's favor? <laughs> and then he, it's your turn. Okay,
7: uh, I will stand up from the pillar, straighten myself to my full six foot six. So I said uh,
0: Willowspire instead of oh, that's one. That's none at the end. Lord Marlin White Sparrow's favor. <laughs> Perf- seamless. <laughs> <laughs>
7: uh, so I, I will straighten up. Uh, once again, I will, this time I'm going to point at, uh, at Lionel over there. Clearly, mm-hmm. clearly Kellenvor has some, some other stuff going on for Surin. So, uh, yep, blood is point-
0: dripping into Lionel's eyes.
7: <laughs> yes. And I will say today is your day. And once again, a ghostly hand appears, lightly touches him on the shoulder for 17. Will that hit? Yes. Okay, and the damage is six. And if that's going to take him down, I will, uh, once again, very good medicine. I will, like, have the hand move back before, like, you know, when he hits zero, so I don't actually Mm -hmm. kill him, kill him.
0: All right, Lionel's like, I'm out! (laughs) And he heads over to the sideline, reaches for one of those little paper cups of water.
7: (laughs) And then I will turn toward uh, whichever of my compatriots is uh is the lowest um, i have
5: two points
7: and all right so Chomasa and i will say to you not today and you get four hit points Yay. back all right now i lean again
0: S- sansom jotham yeah you've spent the whole fight leaning on a pillar yeah, cool. both
3: sansom <laughs> and reed are just like sort of leaning up against this pillar and uh we don't need to move um so just so a cantrip i can just use cantrips as much as i like yeah
0: that's how they work
3: yeah uh because this firebolt cantrip is really nice yeah it seems Uh, like
0: it is this is this something you got at this new level yeah
3: okay uh i uh, remember
0: back in the old days when you used to throw at things all day yeah (laughs) no
3: i've moved on Mm -hmm. and i'm i'm using like while this seems like a spell, it's actually through this magical device that I'm holding that's sort of mm. gun-shaped. Um, but anyway, let's, let's let's not dwell on that. Hey, Cool Cat, uh, what do you think of this?
1: I, f- I think that so, Samson was also a sort of a joke character who's gotten more efficient now.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I might have read the book. I'm Cool Cat, and I think guns are great.
3: Cool no, no, Cat is one yeah. of the five assassins, by I, the way. I, I, that's Cat. I don't think Samson <laughs> is a bully. Get it. <laughs> so, right. Um uh, so of the two uh hmm Chamasa's in more peril, I would say, so I will attempt to uh I won't use the word shoot. I will attempt to uh firebolt uh Surin. Okay. So I roll uh twelve plus a five a seventeen.
0: All right, your your gun, your space gun uh, that I didn't allow you to have at level two, that somehow you have now given yourself as a, <laughs> an instrument of your spells, uh, <laughs> shoots a firebolt across the uh, the battlefield, catching Surin uh, in, in the in the side, or uh,
3: does one d10 damage, and if I could find a d10, uh, does uh, three damage.
0: All right, Surin winces and wishes that uh her friend Lionel Grandrock was here to get hit instead.
3: And then uh, and then Pascal runs behind uh, mm. Surin and uh launches uh for their rear mm. um uh, teeth apart uh for another uh force empowered rend. Okay. Oh, uh,
7: <laughs> it just sounds nasty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: Well, pandas, you know, man. I like Pascal. Well. Yeah, dangerous, vicious, uh, vicious beasts. <laughs> they, they, they run a lot faster than you'd think. Mm. Um, no, so I did right not now, think they'd run at all. <laughs> there's one behind you right now, Tony. <laughs> um, so that is uh, fifteen. Yeah, roll damage. Uh, you know who hasn't been, bad. been uh, rolling badly
1: than- is the guy with the dice app.
3: And the thing is I'm not even using my own app. I'm using physical dice. Yes. <laughs> He's um, just,
7: you know, you're you're in good with the gods of the dice because yes. of, <laughs> of design. I
3: made app. a tribute to them over the last 10 months. There you go. Uh, um I rolled uh, a nine damage.
0: All right. Oh. Sirin Willis is like, "All right, I'm I'm out." <laughs> <laughs> and, and takes it takes uh, a think- seat on the on the bench next to Lionel Grand Rock um, that old
3: one-two fire panda attack yeah. gets them every time
0: only the leader of the brown mead adventuring party remains one Rachel hollowharp thug and apparent magic user she has set people on fire she has claimed the only uh d- d- the only casualty on your team so far no. she grimaces and looks at the five of you and and robot panda oh, 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 that are, are, are looming at her and ready for, herself for uh, her last stand. Uh, sorry, Cool Cat, you
1: are next. Uh, cool Cat turns his big mascot eyes toward
7: her <laughs> and points with his big
1: mascot <laughs> finger, and she has to make a wisdom saving throw, DC 13.
7: I really um, thought my like six and a half foot tall black cloaked goth cleric would be the scariest looking thing in this campaign, but I totally had forgotten yeah. about Coolcat. Yep. Uh, uh,
0: Rachel monster. rolls. <laughs> yeah, Rachel <laughs> rolls an eighteen on wisdom.
1: All right, so she is going to take half damage as are she you, hears you... the dissonant whispers. whisper. Oh, whisper. You should never have come here. You should never have fought the five assassins. I'm one of the assassins. (laughs) How much damage? 11. (laughs) But
0: half of 11?
1: No. 22
0: damage. Halved to 11. Okay. That's a lot of damage. All right. Uh, Karakun, you're on the side. Cool Cat, you all set? Cool Cat is fine. Uh, Karakon, you're on the sideline uh, nursing your flaming cloak. cloak, cloak. Um, Chomaza, you are next. You are now, you're pretty hurt, but you are no longer encumbered by uh, members of the uh, uh, Brown Mead Adventuring Company trying to hurt you.
5: Okay, I'm gonna stay back and use my longbow. Mm. And... Oh. How does seven do? (laughs)
0: Uh, you need
7: to switch dice over there. S- clatters so. across
1: the side of the uh, arena. Oh, sorry. With the last, yeah, When I was really- with the last moment, Cool uh, Cat threw some Bardic Inspiration at Krong. By the way, it's like you got okay. this, Krong. Thank you. I do got this. <laughs> I feel very yeah. inspired. <laughs> All right, Chilmasa,
0: do you have any other attacks?
7: Do you get two attacks with arrows, or is it just with swords? Usually, it's with the swords. I'm not sure. That makes sense.
0: Yep. I'm actually, I'm not sure. Is that true? Uh,
1: I don't know. Do you know? Uh, well, it's a longbow, uh, so that's a two-handed weapon, so you can't. Gotcha. You can't yeah, have it, because it's a two-handed attack, mm-hmm. right? So it's like. Yeah.
5: So two all daggers. Right, so you're all set?
2: Do it, but
5: no. a- I am all set.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, Krong, it's going to be hard to
0: hide when you're here, but you can try.
4: I am going to try, because the pillar is directly between me mm. and Ms. Hollow Harp. All right. I rolled a nine.
0: I'm going to say that she is able to follow you, and she sees you there lurking behind the
4: pillar. Okay. Well, then it'll be exciting for her when I leap directly at her face with my rapier pointed directly at her left eye.
2: Mm-mm. All right. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> my
4: good eye, she says. <laughs> and I have rolled a
1: 14. You can inspiration if you want to. Uh, you don't need
0: it. No, She's uh, a little off-grounds, <laughs> and she you catch her.
4: Alright, then I will look up my damage really quick. It is D eight plus three My skull
0: spine. <laughs> yeah. It's the <laughs> worst place to get hit. Ten points of damage? Alright. She is not doing great. Uh, Krong, you all
4: done? Uh yeah, I guess I non lethally stab her in the eye.
0: Yeah. Just you know. He is it's like <laughs> they a big just nerf. Out to die. You guys all switched <laughs> out your weapons for nerf right before we started, right? Medics Maybe. are very good
3: in this. Mm-hmm. Just 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 yeah. didn't yeah, my,
7: obviously. my nerf chill the touch hand. Per- yeah. yeah. The,
0: the
2: All
0: blood. right. It yeah. is a Rachel Hollow Harp's turn. She is not long for this fight. Uh, she looks around. She sees Krong there. She's going to do a multi-attack on Krong. Maybe she can take out this
4: horrible monster. It's completely unmotivated.
0: All right. This is great. She rolled a 20. And a natural 20. So, uh, Krong, you take five bludgeoning damage. I am at one. And then you take uh, 10 bludgeoning damage.
4: Ooh, that almost killed me outright.
1: Nah, she she gets you
4: <laughs> in the skull spine. <laughs> yeah.
0: she Did she? Wall- Krong, you are, like, sent into a spin as you k- get knocked to the dirt. Ugh. Uh, she tries to look as intimidating as possible to the remaining four of you. Read Quarrel.
7: Um, all right. I I look a little extra perturbed after seeing that happen, because Krong, I thought, was the most impressive, uh, impressive fighter on the field. And uh, so I, once again, bring out my holy symbol and point at her with my other hand and say, today is your day. And... This time, a ray of sickening greenish energy lashes out. Non-lethal her. greenish energy. Yeah. <laughs> um, sure. Four. That's a twenty. It's more
1: of a teal energy. Huh. That's that's pretty good.
7: All right, and that is five, six, seven, seven.
0: All right, she is staggering on her feet.
7: Okay, she's she still there. also poisoned. Oh. I think. Does yep. she get to roll a constitution it's 2D8, check. It's 2d8 poison, sami- poison damage, which she mm-hmm. takes, but she can now make a constitution saving throw. Let's see if she is.
0: She is very poisoned. Right.
7: All right. So uh, she's poisoned until the end of my next turn. All
0: right. Poison means she's probably staggering around, not very good at her weapons. Samson Jotham, one good hit will take her down. What can you do?
7: Ask Annette what, what poison means. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. It's very hard.
0: <laughs> Poison expert, Annette. <laughs>
3: uh, I think Samson, while sort of leaning against the pillar, one hand behind the back, uh, just raises <laughs> up this totem and uh, uh, Firebolt against uh, the good uh, Hollow Harp. Roll uh, it. Let's see. I roll not great. Uh, Ten. Ten.
0: Uh, Somehow she takes cover, she ducks behind the pillar Your firebolt scorches the pillar She looks at you jeeringly Completely oblivious to the robot panda That's probably (laughs) running around behind her
3: Yes (laughs) This was merely a distraction Mm. Uh, And while she was not looking There was a panda uh, Isn't it
0: always the way Skittering
3: across the floor Yeah, Nobody pays attention to the pandas Mm. And uh, a set of gleaming silver teeth um are <laughs> rounded bared.
0: rounded silver teeth right oh yes i forgot i switched <laughs> okay. out the teeth yeah, for the rounded
3: uh, yeah. like um yeah, yes the, the play teeth. teeth yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and teeth. uh uh goes for a leg i uh. think so uh, my good leg uh 13 plus where is my 13 plus 4 so 17
0: Ugh, you get her. How much damage? Uh,
3: That is a 1d8 plus 2 of almost biting your leg off damage. Uh, That is an 8.
0: She hits the ground howling at the robot panda. Am I I wrong or did the robot robot
1: panda just kill half of them? (laughs)
5: <laughs> yes, yes. I, think, yes. I, think, <laughs> I think I think, I think Samson, Samson
0: Jotham gets to claim those on his board The announcer cries out, because he's a crier it's what he does And so the five assassins adventuring company is victorious mm-hmm. The crowd seems mildly entertained And so <laughs> you have survived the battle of the tournament of champions Even so those nice. of you who were knocked out are nursing your wounds uh, uh, there is the ceremonial lining up and handshakes uh, between opposing teams and the, uh, an official, the Chamberlain of White Sparrow. He is uh, a dignitary who's kind of the representative of Lord Marlin. White Sparrow approaches you, uh, and he is uh, he congratulates you on your victory. Well done, well done. Lord Marlin was very entertained. Um, the purse is a prize of uh, 20 gold pieces to all those who remain conscious at the end of the fight. He hands you a sack of money. Uh, I guess I'll hand that to Krong. Krong is apparently the de facto, uh, leader of your group um thank you i went
4: unconscious though so this had better go to the guy with the panda and i hand it off to samson
0: (laughs) and so you do (laughs) um and he says and of course your uh your lodgings for tonight at the inn will be covered by the white sparrow family please it's our it's our honor and a uh, a formal dinner to be held tomorrow after you've had a long rest at the white sparrow keep
3: well, I, I take that all the gold pieces, lovely. and there's a small slot in the top of the panda, and I just start feeding the gold pieces in. Uh, one I walk by over one and say, th-
7: "I would like my twelve or my twenty gold yes. pieces." I okay, can't count okay. very well. Yeah,
3: me too. I turn, I thing. turn the panda upside down and shake it <laughs> <laughs> until all the money comes back out again.
7: I didn't know and how much I- money I was supposed to start with, so I don't think I started with uh, any. So now I have some.
0: I am Brinley Uddershaw. Chamberlain of White Sparrow, I will see you at six sharp tomorrow.
1: Great. Any questions?
0: All right. Right. Awesome. Rimley Ottershot.
4: Loyal servant of the White Sparrow family. Does that mean your ancestors shot otters or were shot by otters?
0: Where do names really come from? They come
6: come from from what what your ancestors did. I I knew some badger coots. I knew some badger coots in the next city. Are are you related Mm. to them?
0: I don't think I am. I'll All be right. going now. <laughs> and he heads off across the arena. So I don't know uh, what it he, is. we typical hatter shop behavior? Mm. So you have some money that you can fight over. Uh, you have a night to recuperate, and then you've been asked to assemble at the White Sparrow Keep tomorrow for I don't know some some level of formal dinner. Were
4: we revived to any great degree? Do we have like one hit point? What's up with that?
0: You have one we, hit point. But then oh we,
4: th- we're going to take a long. We rest, had a long
0: rest, and you have a
5: long yeah. rest, and you're going to take a long rest
0: yeah. tonight. The dinner is specifically for tomorrow, not tonight, because I'm a kind mm. and generous dungeon master. Not like Erica. Erica would have made the fight the, the uh, adventure <laughs> start tonight. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Uh,
7: mm-hmm. I would. I would like to have to to the, yes. the in uh, uh, new companions. Shall we? Shall we sup?
6: Yeah, but everybody else has got to do the fighting. I got one. <laughs>
0: Point. Like, you okay. will be, if you get a full night's sleep, Glenn, you'll uh, feel much, you'll be fully No, I mean, start. like, t-
7: tonight, I just want to go to the yeah. inn and have I'm, some dinner and then get yeah. to the worried about the, uh, yeah. It's All impossible
4: right. to go to an inn without getting in a fight. Is it? Mm. I've right, heard I, stories, I just, very boring I, stories. <laughs> some, it's always
6: somebody, somebody never... starts playing on the harpsichord really fast, and then there's a fight. And, and then I don't they, know they stop playing happens. the harpsichord when somebody
4: walks in, I know.
7: I've never been and in And so you head
0: to the Ever Shady Tavern, the only tavern in White Sparrow called the Ever Shady Tavern because it is in the shadow of a large giant hand that we don't talk about too much. Did we try not, not to dwell on it. Giant um, hand. I, don't remember, giant I hand.
2: don't remember.
0: Look, just, you know, don't focus on its six fingers or its cyclopean paw. Um, anyway, uh, there is adjoining the tavern <laughs> by, uh, owned and operated by the same uh, person is the Summer Spring Inn where there's underground hot springs Perhaps you'll go there, since, you know, your bill is being covered and, you know, you pretty badly some of you took some wounds and recuperate there uh and spend a nice uh a nice evening in the tavern on somebody else's bill.
2: <laughs>
7: I can I can do some like, you know, bandaging and, and just basic yeah. medicine. I don't have any more spells left, but I can I can make sure, sure everybody's as, as fixed up as they can. Uh, yeah, and I the- yeah. I can
1: actually do healing word on people, so we're they're not gonna be I've got spell slots left and we're gonna take a long rest, so they're gonna. Everybody's. Everybody's okay.
6: I bought some candy floss with me. I brought some with me, and I'm gonna put it in the spa, and then I'm gonna eat it while it's floating. It'll be. Oh wait, where'd it go? <laughs> that <laughs> is not
4: sanitary.
0: <laughs> uh, is there anything else you would like to um, accomplish with your downtime between now and uh, the dinner at six o'clock tomorrow?
3: I'm gonna use my tinker's tools to just do a little repairing on, yep, on panda the panda. Panda got it. yeah oh, um, yeah, you know, you've I, got to oil what, them.
7: I want to. I want to ask him. I'm new here. What? What is that creature or I, thing?
3: It is. Um, have you heard of technology? <laughs> uh, I'm not familiar with that god. Well, it's a god you might say of a sort that we worship, um, and it provides much bounteous gifts, uh, such as this. Um, not gun that I have.
7: How, how does technology feel about the undead? Um, I think it
3: feels that it can get rid of them fairly effectively.
7: Well, I I approve. I, I pat the the panda on the head.
3: The, the the panda reacts in an appreciative manner and flips <laughs> on its tummy, sort of exposing. Uh, I
7: jump back a little bit. What what just happened?
3: It, it's just uh it wants you to touch it that's all
7: all right i rub its tummy
6: <laughs> this creature reminds me of some of my family but i can't exactly put my finger on it No, he doesn't wants me to put my finger on it
7: yeah <laughs> i
1: but not there i am curious <laughs> about who you know lord Whitesparrow is his background if we know anything about him or could learn a little bit mm. more about him before we before we meet him what his fam- family history is and his story and any other Ways to prepare for a meeting with this uh, guy. I mean, I'm looking forward to the dinner, mm-hmm. but what else?
3: Yeah, sure. m- maybe there's some poster up in the pub that explains. <laughs> Is there some the way that history. you would like
0: to learn about uh, yeah. Lord Marlon White? Well, chatting I with I found this book
6: in the. Well, there's a book in the gift shop called "All You Need to Know About Lord Whitesparrow." Mm-hmm. Um, but we're d- afraid. Did you ask. pick that
3: up before we we got here? There were tourists in, the cool. in the last it was game.
6: Like it's <laughs> like a little display <laughs> of there? many books. Um, yeah, explain uh, that. So,
4: because you didn't want us talking about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I say a lot of things, Monty. It's hard for me to keep track of them. Um,
0: so, Cool Cat, why don't you give me some kind of charisma-based check for chatting with the locals about uh, Lord Marlin Whitesparrow? What, what kind would you like?
1: Um, I don't know. You can just do straight-up charisma if you'd like. All right. Alas, that is only an eight. Uh,
0: you know, so you, you chat with some of the folks in the tavern and, you know, the, the general sense is that, you know, Marlon Whitesparrow, um, he's youngish. He's, he's, uh, mid thirties as far as, that's youngest as far as lords go. Um, he, it, you know, there's not many left in the White Sparrow family at this point. Uh, he's, he's unmarried and doesn't have any heirs. Um, he is the 14th in the White Sparrow line and, you know, he's generally well regarded among the people of White Sparrow. He's pretty hands off as far as a lord goes. You know that, and that seems to line up with what you know so far. Having been in and around White Sparrow for a little while, and not really encounter, you've certainly never directly encountered him, uh, but don't even uh, encounter many of his kind of um, his servants or or or, uh, his staff. Um, So he's pretty pretty laissez faire as far as the uh, ruling of White Sparrow goes. Got it. Would anyone else like to uh, investigate things related to Lord Marlin White Sparrow?
7: Nope.
4: Nope. All right. I would like to buy drinks for the uh, brown mead kids if they're okay. still in
0: town. Oh yeah, they're there. They're, they're, they're like you guys. They're kind of, you know, sitting in a puddle of their own blood in the tavern. Me too, um, but
4: you guys yeah. fought well. Here are some drinks.
0: <laughs> wow! I thought you were a terrifying monster but you're pretty cool.
4: Yes. <laughs> Think that. It is correct. <laughs> Please enjoy your libation.
3: I, I will it. send over another drink on the panda. You know, like just sort of walking over with the drink balanced very carefully on its back.
0: <laughs> okay, so, so it's like you know, people are in good spirits. They've been mildly entertained. No, <laughs> no caravans have been attacked today. This is a this is a good day in White Sparrow, as far as things go. Um, yeah,
3: I, I can't imagine anything's going to go wrong, man.
0: No. Nope. I have, I have anything plus three. else you'd
6: like to do what's what? with oh, plus three charisma should i uh, <laughs> should I, what's that? I got plus three charisma should i roll to uh chat people up or sure uh, go for it all right what do i, I roll a d20 yeah. yep and then all add right. three all right Oops. i got 13 plus three is 16 what what kind of things do you want
0: to chat with them about
6: Oh, shiny things! No, I want to ask them about uh, you know anything we should be worried about in local politics. So we don't offend anybody. We don't mm-hmm. want to get involved in religious disputes. Oh or no, land you know, dispute, property dispute, tax. Lord Marlin.
0: Well, he is the lord, so you know, make sure you show him the the, the respect he is entitled to. In fact, he's a little the White sparrows. I I don't think Marlin so much, but you know they used to be more important now they're just a local lord so you know they they're a little touchy about formality and and you know being respectful of that but he's a you know i think you'll have an easy time he likes adventures you know he he just loves to hear your stories and he wants to know adventures he, he he trying to live vicariously through you
6: how does he feel about the undead we got somebody who's a little sensitive about it i just want to uh, make sure there's I mean, I a bunch he, of zombies up there or?
0: I don't. I don't think so. Um, the, right, no one okay. has asked that question before. I suspect, like most of us, he is generally anti undead. He says, "The the farmer that you're, <laughs> you're questioning at the bar, somewhat nervously, suddenly checking everyone in the room for any signs of undead." He looks very suspiciously at Cromwell. No, no, no. He's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
3: All
4: undead <laughs> are evil. Yeah. Every single Excellent. one, just Excellent. like the bugbears. <laughs>
3: anti-undead is there a double negative in there somewhere that we should be concerned about
6: (laughs) anti-undead uh
0: but no 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 he's i'm sure you'll have a good time i hear the food is great up there to die no no it's just good good. (laughs) quality (laughs) you know good portions
6: (laughs) thank you good yeoman
0: all right um well uh, I think cool. we should fast forward to the next day you are uh, well
1: first feeling... cool, cat, cool cat is gonna play something on his uh, cr- was... on his uh, <laughs> um bagpipes oh I, I feel was... my
6: hit points dropping again yeah I thought, I thought we were
1: gonna get I thought we were just gonna skip right over that <laughs> uh that's a 16 performance
0: all right <laughs> the brown Mead adventuring company is particularly impressed with you okay uh let me just check because it is potentially important for later uh you were given uh 60 gold pieces uh for your performance in the tournament of champions how have those been split who is carrying those
7: i took my 20
0: okay
3: Uh, i I took
5: my 20 and gave half of them to glenn
3: okay i fed them all all into the top of a panda
0: oh i'm sorry 80 right 20 times 4 or 3? How a, many of two you? Two of us were. Two
2: of us were. Three? Okay, so us. 80. 80.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Carrigan has been given some, uh, some, uh, half of, uh, uh,
6: Chimaces. Thank you, Chomasas. i just here counting them You're and welcome. putting them my
1: hands, looking at them, counting them.
0: Uh, Krong, Shining. you have none. Everyone else is accounted
1: for. I, I give, um, I give five to Krong. Okay. Thank you. You are. I, I shall kind.
3: do the same. I use that. Carl, you're, the same.
0: I used, you're still pretty doing pretty well off from the whole Dwarven vault. Oh yeah, I have too. hundreds
4: of gold from last time, but I used that five <laughs> <Yeah>. gold. <laughs> I was like, it was more like forty five. But yeah, nothing. I used that five gold oh, no. to pay off the to buy the drinks.
0: That the five gold goes a long way. I, you're buying drinks for the whole tavern yeah. for for hours. Yeah, they love you. You are the favorite nightmare creature ever. Um. <laughs> All right, and so it's a grand old time at the Ever Shady Tavern. You're resting, you're relaxing, bagpipes are being played, the people are drinking heavily, and everyone loves you. And so we head to the next day everything you've accomplished in life has been forgotten. It's a new day in White Sparrow. Um, you are still the victors of the turn of champions, but people seem to care a lot less. Uh, you have a couple hours to kill before uh, dinner at the White Sparrow Keep. Uh, is there anything else you wish to do? Otherwise, you'll just waste away the hours uh, as you are wont to do.
6: Did anybody notice this giant hand in town for some reason? no.
1: Nope. Ah, oh, my arm! What hand? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think Krong loves being by the, the shadow uh, tavern because he can always just hide yeah. and we don't even know mm-hmm. he's there.
7: Yeah, that, that was very impressive. I've never met a bugbear before, but uh, uh, it, was, it was very impressive watching you in battle. It was even more impressive when I couldn't see you in battle. Thank you.
4: I, we are. My race has learned to hide from the f- torches and pitchforks of an angry world mm. who are angry at us because we eat children
7: sometimes it's just a child's time to die I personally do not oh but it
4: is my understanding that my race is all evil so it's only a matter of time before I give in to my bestial impulses and just devour children left and right something to look well, forward to then
0: if you're listening to Total Party Kill with your family that's on you <laughs> aren't
6: you, but we no really children in-, in this party,
3: so we're yeah. okay. Thank you for not screaming
6: and running away at the sight of
3: it.
0: Yeah,
6: uh, it's fine. There's lots of child death right it's now.
0: So go, science. go to go to bed, Glens kids. <laughs> I mean, seriously, before a monster eats. you yes, go to bed.
4: <laughs> Don't worry about what's underneath it. They
6: sleep on lofts for just this reason. Oh, that's no, nice. that's, that's
4: little like little extra th- space.
6: Yeah, that just monsters.
4: <laughs> yeah. Futons are awful. More it's so hard to room. get under there. so <laughs> room for more monsters.
2: Mm,
0: or right, a sleeping
4: just... bag. It's just a nightmare.
0: Yeah, you no just you get know, a loft. You could just stack <laughs> monsters in there like cordwood. It's like they can get like 10 or 12 bugbears under that. All right, and so it is time this to This nice. Did
4: you guys know you can order food and have it cooked? This is way better. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And so it is nearing six o'clock. It is time to head to White Sparrow Keep and meet, make your dinner uh, appointment with Lord White Sparrow. Um, let's see. Do I have anything exciting I want to say? Put on about my formal that? robes, of course. Mm. Oh, excellent. Does anyone else have uh, nice things they're, to wear? They're slightly less dirty than my regular robes.
2: That's I just my have
7: my, my usual black cloak. I, which mm-hmm. I think is impressive all the time. Is it I will reversible? Take the, I will take the hood. Uh, yeah, it's reversible. It's also mm. on the inside. It's mm-hmm. black. Black and black. Uh, yep. <laughs> so, uh, I will take the hood cool. down, and you can see that I have very, very uh, long, uh, very, very, mm-hmm. very, very dark hair uh, and pale skin. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, I am good wearing cap. my spiked armor of gleaming, so I don't actually need to clean it or do anything, and it looks very fancy. Ooh,
1: all good. right. Cool Cat only owns t shirts that say Cool Cat on them. <laughs> it's part of his merch for his performances. And uh, so he gets a he puts on a, a clean oh, one. Do you
4: have any extras of those?
1: <laughs> no, in in size for
0: are
4: Not in your size. Right. Yeah. That's that, always the then case. I'm just wearing my usual, I guess, tattered. Trousers like
1: Actually, I think I have a double X here. Why
4: don't you try right, this on? Thank you. All right, yeah, so so not two of us I'm not as cool big catchers. as I look. A lot of this is matted. It's kinda got like hair. a crop top look on, on
2: those. You know? Yes. Oh.
4: I'm wearing a crop top cool cat t shirt. It's slimming.
1: It's slimming because it pushes down the fur. Yeah, Tattered it leather trousers. It seems smaller. People are gonna be
0: asking you all day now though, are wait, so are you cool cat? Um, like, so all right. Sun- double. Mm. Oh, gosh. A switchback cobblestone road leads up to the courtyard of White Sparrow Keep. Uh, White Sparrow Keep is at a three-story keep which stands majestically atop a rocky hill overlooking the town of White Sparrow. Uh, there's a large still pool of water in the center of the Keeps Main Courtyard, a uh, granite statue of a sparrow sitting atop a rock in the pool's center, and there's dozens of birds sit on perches around the pools as drinking from the pool and splashing about. Seems like a nice afternoon-slash-early evening. Um... The keep, as I said, is a good three stories tall with square turrets in the front and a pitched roof in the back. Uh, the keep appears pretty ancient aside from, uh, the temple of light, which was here before the town. And, you know, the magic hand is not a structure per se, uh, but those are unbelievably ancient structures. This is clearly one of the oldest, uh, human constructed, uh, buildings here in White Sparrow by quite some time. Uh, and, you know, it's not, it's not a castle; it's a keep.
4: Well, but it's human. You know, it, it's respectable.
0: Important, indeed. It's a very human-centric adventure. <laughs> All right. So, uh, the Chamberlain of White Sparrow Keep. Uh, I said his name before. Monty made fun of it. It Dingleberry was Dingleberry
4: Otterslot, Brinley
0: Ottershot. <laughs> I was, I was uh, interested
4: Brindley- in his background. <laughs>
0: Monty, I was being mean to you because that's what you deserve. Uh, (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Carry on. Oh, no. You questioned the DM. Uh, um, (laughs) So, um, Brindley Ottershot is the Chamberlain, so he's kind of the head of the staff, and he he welcomes you in and gives you kind of a dreary... uh, tour through the uh the main hallway of the white sparrow keep pointing out several uh dreary portraits of various uh, white sparrows uh that uh lord marlin is descended from and takes you into a uh, large banquet hall where there is a very long table and a relatively small number of you uh it is because the dinner is you Lord Marlin Whitesparrow, uh his nephew, uh, Penn and White Sparrow, and then uh, uh, a few staff coming and going, uh, serving you food. There is plenty of food. It's chicken. Uh, and Lord M- uh, Marlin Whitesparrow is very enthusiastic to meet the adventurers he saw fighting yesterday. It's so good to have adventures here in the keep because, you know... I am, I'm, I'm practically an adventurer myself and I'm just, I'm thrilled to meet you. It was great to see you fighting. Even, even you two that got knocked out, I could tell how fierce you were and you know, you were the victor. So it's my honor to have you here and to toast you here in White Sparrow Keep.
7: I raise a glass.
3: Yes, it it is an honor for us to be invited here into your fabulous home.
7: You have a very nice town.
3: Oh, thank you. It is, you know,
0: I mean, I can't take credit for it. It was my ancestors who who started all of this, and I just I just try and carry on their good work. I am the 14th White Sparrow. I'm sure I will not be the last. And, you know, we have a, a grand and proud history. You know, my, my originally, the White Sparrows, they were true royalty. I mean, they were kings, lords, uh, true lords. I mean, I'm just kind of a, a local lord now. Uh, but in the good old days, you know what it's like. You're You go into the untamed wilderness, places where that no man is the ruler and you tame that wilderness and fight beasts he I mean or monsters up no I mean not bugbears is what I'm saying. Goblins probably um I fought bugbears it's fine. Okay. Um but please tell me some stories of your adventures
6: well you know uh I was part of the group that uh got rid of those uh night terrors I can't remember what they're called now for a previous adventure <laughs> Nightblades. Blade. Night Nightblades. <laughs> they came back and they were harrowing the village. And you know, my team, we went in there and we got covered in mud. We let things on fire. MUD! Uh, that's so we, great. We took care we took care of your problem. I'm not even sure anyone told you about it, because it was just kind of a little ways away. Oh,
0: I got but,
1: I got a I got a breathing from uh from the from the sheriff Ruth and you oh know she's great. Uh, the four of us went down in the in the uh, dwarven vault and stopped mm-hmm. the marauding monsters from coming into uh,
4: into town. Oh, great, quarrel, well, I think we'd all like to hear about the many adventures you've had.
7: Well, I don't think of them so much as adventures. I just like to to cast out the abominations, scourge of of undead wherever I found Ooh, them. You must have <laughs>
4: cast out some here, amazing here. abominations in your time, I bet.
7: Well, mostly skeletons. I have to. I have to say, I, I I have friends in the clergy who have have fought really, really tough things like liches. Uh, but uh, I I am fairly new to adventuring. I'm mostly traveling the country and uh, looking for undead to. Uh, Rekill and uh, and visiting uh, graveyards. I really appreciate <gasps> seeing how a uh, how a town lays there. They're dead to rest. Yes. Can, I wish you
1: had been with us when we were down in the mine because mm-hmm. it was all full of undead down in the mine. Ooh, we could have we killed them all.
7: Oh, and, good uh, for you! Up, I
1: clapped and then blew up their whole like. Uh, Black Sun Cult building. Is so, it, is it just know. me? Are
6: there a lot of dancing skeletons these days? Because I feel like everywhere I go, I don't know how they learn the dance moves. They have no brains. They're undead, but they're always dancing. And
4: everywhere you go, you feel, you hear that spooky vibraphone.
1: <laughs> Tony, is this a clip show? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Finally, an adventure. I don't have to run. Uh-uh.
1: Bad news headed for. Do you
6: remember when? <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. No, this is a draft. Mm. <laughs>
0: Marlin is like, oh. So great and interesting, so much death and undeath. This is this is this is fascinating. Thanks you see, so I, I am I'm curious about this myself because, you know, well, underneath the keep there are there are tombs of the various white sparrows that came before me and, Ooh, and, and they say up. they say there's some important treasures under there. And I'm oh you know, one of these days I'm thinking I'll go and explore them. Uh but oh we'll save that talk for another day. Tell me more of your grand adventures.
7: No 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 i would love to hear about these tombs are they stone are there statues on top of them of your of your your relationship well they're like
0: they're, they're vaults where the the white sparrow family has been entombed in beneath ah. in the catacombs beneath this keep they're all sealed
3: up some ah. hypothetical question mm. if any of your ancestors, my favorite
0: kind of question
3: if any of your ancestors happened to be be undead if we encountered them how would you feel about that Shh,
0: that's a terrible insult Watch
3: uh out.
0: well I, I did say i like hypothetical questions i can't say i like that question uh well uh i mean i guess it's confused i mean I, I like immediate relative like if it was like my father or an uncle i guess that would be complicated i mean if it was someone i had known in life
7: if and, they are but undead. If it was, like, they are no longer your father or your mother. Oh, you're right.
0: And you. so they are tormented, and it would be better to help them pass exactly. on. Yes. And oh if gosh, they were from a previous gosh. generation, well, I mean, I, I didn't know them. So, you know,
3: I mean... We, we just hypothetically wanted to clear up that little matter.
0: Oh, oh, yeah. And you, how do you feel about the undead? Is this is this okay to talk about a dinner? I don't know what is it. This adventure talk is a bit rough.
7: I have a minus one to charisma. I don't care what's right for for dinner. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> yep. I think it's me perfectly too. appropriate. The Chamberlain wants we talk about the Chamberlain <laughs> drops a tra- like a tray full of dishes, so. especially
6: <laughs> while eating on bone chicken. I think it's great <laughs> to talk about the undead. I must apologize <laughs> I like for table. my table manners.
7: <laughs> I, I think I there are say, chicken have
4: parts have, all over me.
7: I have <laughs> yeah. terrible table manners as well.
6: Uh, can I it. get some raw eggs? I tend to prefer raw eggs instead of cooked ones.
4: Ottershot,
0: some raw eggs for my friend. <laughs> uh, Brindley Ottershot sends out a, a servant with a uh, like a nice little silver bowl full of four eggs, uncooked eggs. Thanks. Thank you so much.
3: With a live chicken on top.
1: Yeah. Her name is Patty. Cool Cat eats an entire fish and just pulls the <laughs> skeleton, skeleton out. out.
0: Very the, on, oh. impressive, very <laughs> impressive, says Marlon Whitestore.
4: Oh, you adventurers, each of you lives a life I can only dream of. Later on, he'll be doing a concert on the fence outside your house. <laughs> wow.
2: Joke.
4: Uh, yes. <laughs> a selection of old boots for that purpose.
3: Yes. Mm. Uh, um, Samson takes a, a bunch of the sort of refuse from the table, opens up a hatch in the top of the panda, and starts feeding the refuse in.
0: How fascinating. And where did you acquire this, this strange construct?
3: I I built them myself. I I sent off for the plans and uh, (laughs) I I had to order parts from many a fara land, but uh, put it together, followed the instructions, seems to be functioning perfectly.
0: You're a brilliant engineer and so the dinner uh passes it's a it's a grand old time uh lord white sparrow just hangs on every story you have to tell and your interchanges among each other and he is just loving it all he is fascinated with you there's multiple courses that come out uh that that the uh brindley ottershot is, is arranging and, and bringing out for you uh and there's dessert and there's wine and there's a grand old time and the evening is winding down uh Lord Marlin is looking like it's probably getting time for his bedtime.
4: Did you say you wanted us to do something and were you going to pay for, pay us for it?
0: Oh well oh I should probably be I mean, well, you know, I had this idea that well there are these tombs beneath the White Sparrow and I just I've I've always wondered what is down there. They say the first Lord of White Sparrow, uh, you know, he would have been my Great, 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 great. Great, great grandfather, uh Lavendius White Sparrow. He was a he was a true king in his days, and they say his crown is down there somewhere. You know, I mean, being a lord is great, but it's no king, you know what I mean?
7: So, if we legally those things are very distinct and I don't know how things work here in White you Sparrow. you promoted it, just
4: because we find a crown? Yes! that's what
7: Yes, I, I do! <laughs>
4: Alright. <laughs> I, would, I would count so, it an honor. Does anybody who has that this? crown become a king? That's uh, a hypothetical question. You should love it.
0: Uh, well, I mean, really in order to be a rightful ruler of White Sparrow, you would need to be um, a White Sparrow. Pennon, you should go to sleep! Uh, Brindley, please take Pennon, my nephew, off to sleep. He's so quiet and tired. Um... <laughs> Brindley g- gives you out, a- rolls his eyes as he escorts the uh, the thirteen year old nephew uh, off to off to sleep. I liked um, him. <laughs> yes, he was so-, so chatty. Really got to know uh, him.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yes, so I, to I can't it. get
0: ear shot in. I loved in.
3: his accent mm. <laughs> and that story <laughs> he told.
0: So fascinating. But getting
4: back to the point, are you going to pay us for this?
0: Oh well, I mean, it's probably not a good idea to do this tonight. I have been drinking a little bit. Um, perhaps we should do this another time, but I'm sure we could make some kind of arrangement. Um Oh Brindley's not gonna be a fan of this. Maybe we should do this now while he's busy. Why? Oh, he is a boring. So boring. He's always telling me what to do and what is proper and what is me not protecting dangerous.
4: You protecting
0: yeah. me, protecting the, the white sparrow name.
4: Keeping you from I'm wasting a- the treasury on anyway, go on Yes.
0: Let's to the basement. <laughs> <laughs>
6: yes. Fantastic. Hooray, to
0: the basement. <laughs> uh, so, no. uh, Lord... Lord Myerl well, hold on a second. Uh, he opens the uh, uh, the front door and kind of <laughs> shouts over his shoulder, "Great seeing you all. Goodbye. I'm off to ho- go to sleep myself. I don't need to be checked in by any chamberlain." And he closes the door no- noisily. Says, <laughs> I like this, this way. Step, 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 step. <laughs> My kind of lord. Say bye. He leads you back through the kitchen and uh, down uh, down some stairs into a. a, a, a storage area He says well, i haven't been down here much myself uh Br- says it's not proper uh but this is the basement and well i believe that there is a sub basement around here somewhere and down off of the sub basement are all of the uh the sealed ancient lost tombs of the white sparrow family
6: are they technically lost if you know where they are
0: well i don't know where they are and i don't oh, know I how see. to get I'm to sorry. them I just know they're in this general area. I see. I beg your pardon, my lord. And well, we should we should come to an arrangement, uh, of course. Uh I the thing I am most interested in is the uh the the, the 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 crown, the white sparrow crown that will make me king. And I think we could arrange that other things found along the way uh would be, you know, you of the uh, the five assassins adventuring company.
7: Are there? Uh, do you have any paper and charcoal that I could perhaps uh, have? I would love to take some etchings uh, while I'm down in the tombs. I or don't. I'm a lord.
0: I'm very
4: drunk. <laughs> <laughs> You're drunk as a okay. lord.
7: All right. that's I, what I said. <laughs> I have some. I have some already in my pack, but I'm, I feel I'm getting low. And, and depending on how many tombs are down there, I would I'd really like to capture this for to to take home to the church.
3: I think Samson looks at the camera in his hand and thinks, nah, I won't mention it. <laughs> 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 they have pens, too. You don't need yeah. charcoal. I,
4: no, I, know, uh, rub- I, the rubbings. Do, the rubbings. rubbings.
0: Uh, uh, James, for your homework for next session, you may wish to read about the uh, the Gond religion in d and I think they might be up your alley. They're, uh, oh, uh, the, the chief deity of inventors. Um, also, it's fun to say, Gond like a like a bell that's Um, a doctor
7: who reference
0: no Um, it's not it's just a word (laughs) so uh you're looking around the uh the storage room and uh marlon white sparrow is just kind of shoving crates out of the way and then he is he's kind of trying to peek behind like a large shelf and he accidentally kind of tips it all over there's a crashing noise as glass bottles of various preserves and whatnot shatter on the floor of the basement. And he says, ah, but here, here is the stairs into the sub-basement. And he, uh, he, he points mm-hmm. the way down a dark, unlit, spooky, cobwebbed, uh, wretched-looking, uh, uh, dark and dreary corridor.
7: I immediately
6: uh, light a torch.
0: <laughs> I, forgot
6: a, I had a spell, but all right, all right
0: you can do that too Glenn no, Mul- okay. multiple sources of light are not bad yeah it's actually a good thing <laughs> yeah. at
3: least some of us can see in the dark as well yes
1: yes I knew we would find it Ugh, that I also cast light so if anybody needs <laughs> yeah. an object turned into light that's, I can do that
0: for that's them. what I can do too I'm yes <laughs>
1: Huh.
0: Brinley tried to this. hide it from me, clearly. But, uh, well, after you. Um, it is, uh, Lord Marlin, Wa- White Sparrow is not really an adventurer or combatant, so he is just kind of accompanying you. Uh, he does have with him, he kind of pulls out from under his robes, uh, majestically, he does have, I do have, this will be very important, uh, this is the, uh, the history of the, the, the White Sparrow family, the grand history of the White Sparrow, says the, uh, embossed, uh, cover of the leather-bound self published book um, <laughs> that d- that he starts flipping through that seems to have uh, descriptions of all the various lords and ladies who are uh, Mar- Marlon White Sparrow's forebearers. Good, oh, see, one, so thing, ty-
4: one thing you need on an adventure is definitely a drunk lord with a book of genealogy.
6: <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which he typeset himself, apparently.
4: Yes, It's all in
0: papyrus.
2: <laughs> 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 um,
3: <laughs> so basically we have uh, somebody who's probably going to get killed so this is an escort mission that mm. we have to get this person get a crown and them not to die who's
0: first he says standing by the horrible uh stairs down into the sub basement
3: that's me i i okay yeah, sure. i'm, I'm tiny easily next. killed so i will, I will sneak go. ahead uh mm. I think uh, Samson and Pascal, who can both see in the dark, shall wander along as well. Okay.
4: All right, do you want to Are put you yourself in a, m- because in a marching
0: order? Um, the reason I'm suggesting
4: that I go first is I can be practically invisible, and then I can yes. come back and warn people. Mm-hmm, I don't know I if a robot a panda point. is stealthy. Oh,
6: I can also um, see in the dark,
4: apparently.
3: It's not mentioned but as being particularly stealthy, so yes, I think we'll go with the... Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Tony do you
0: want us li- to line up yeah why don't you put yourselves in a marching order in that hallway
7: I'm I am happy to uh, to go second I'm gonna go hold I can stay well back from where Krong is and my black cloak will hopefully hide the rest of us from any prying we, eyes
6: we should keep l- the lord should not be in the uh, absolute rear <laughs> and protected, he should be so, sort of in the middle a little yeah, bit probably yeah. after reed quarrel cause great idea thank you I'll, I, I could go ahead of cool cat because uh I'm uh, not very, uh, I'm apparently not very mm-hmm. resilient, so possibly a good place for you to be.
0: And Samsung, I think you can put the Pascal token on your square and move them together okay. if you want. So. I shall do that. All right.
6: Keep following up the rear.
0: All right. Uh, Krong, can you see
4: in the dark? Yes, I have dark vision yeah. 60 feet. Excellent. I do as well, apparently.
0: All right. So Krong, it's like it's a, you know, is it make it like a well lit or a dimly lit hallway? But, you know, the hallway is not more than 60 feet, uh, so you can see yeah. the end of it. I can see shades um, of gray. All right, so the hallway is, uh, you know, it's pretty ancient. Seems like probably no one has been down here in quite a while. Uh, it is, you know, there's brick walls uh, and these ancient tunnels beneath White Sparrow Keep. Here and there, there's kind of like roots have kind of burrowed through the the cracks, um, you know, into the uh, into the dungeon because it hasn't been upkept in any while. And there's, you know, dripping water in different places from the ceiling. Um, some of the stones have kind of like... Faded inscriptions or kind of various motifs relating to royals and nobility. Uh, but it's it's a little, it's a little a on the run-ings. decrepit side. Okay. So Kron, you can see that the hallway goes, you know, I don't know, sixty feet and then takes a right turn. Or I guess south
4: turn if that helps. Uh I would like to be stealthy, so I'm just gonna mm-hmm. throw a roll in if you want. Seventeen. Very stealthy. And sneak around this corner. Oh. All
0: right. I think.
7: I think to myself, "Wow, Krunk just disappeared."
0: <laughs> you can see that the tunnel uh, heads south for quite some ways. There are, it looks like, some doors uh, on both the east and west sides of the tunnel about halfway down.
4: I will wave everybody up and then go down and listen at this door. I All can't right. see you. <laughs> yeah you forget you're you're
0: in you have dark vision they, they can't see you in the Some of them they just I see have you a, glowing I red eyes i have a torch, well, I have a torch so but i don't want to
7: bring it too far i will sneak mm-hmm. back
4: up to them go
7: up and to then- the corner okay <laughs> i will do that then
0: all right uh, you head down the hallway, Krong, uh, stealthily, and listen at an ancient door. It just looks like kind of a mundane wooden door. It doesn't look like it's reinforced in any way. Um i careful. careful. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, it, it is silent. There's just kind of this sound of, you know, the, the dungeon settling.
7: Did you say how high the ceilings are?
0: They're like, uh, I'm going to say they're eight feet high.
7: Okay. Phew. Little,
0: you know, not not your full ten foot majestic. Hate it when I have to
7: crouch. Like, yeah.
4: Is this door locked?
0: Uh, you check. It is unlocked.
4: I open it stealthily.
0: All right. Uh, it looks like a. As you peer around with your dark vision. An ancient, long since abandoned storage room. Uh, There's a bunch of kind of old moldering barrels in there. Some of them are clearly kind of cracked and just weathered with age. A lot of cobwebs. A lot of dust. Eh. Get on to the next door. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. As you step on to the tile in front of the next door, you hear... The sound of stone sliding and several compartments opening in the ceiling above you. Um, let's see. Uh, several bolts fire out uh, of the ceiling and walls Uh-oh. of the tunnel. I'm gonna say that Krong and Reed Quarrel are the only ones in danger of being hit. Krong, ooh. That is an 18 and a 21. Both of those will hit me. All right. Each of them does five piercing damage as you get hit with a crossbow bolt. Good heavens. Uh, Reed Corral, Uh that is a nine and a 14.
7: The 14 hits exactly.
0: All right. You take five piercing damage as you get hit with a bolt. Ow. Uh, Lord Marlin White Sparrow goes, oh, heavens! This is, I guess... I don't know. He did say that these tunnels were very dangerous. And we I didn't think they were, like, this dangerous. We've barely started. And you're bleeding. Hey, does that book of curse yours have, you, like, a Brindley, list? Curse you, Curse you in your correctionness! Does,
6: does that book you're carrying, uh, Lord White Sparrow, have any, uh, you know, uh, like, advice? Like, a detailed list of traps that we could avoid in the
0: future? Uh, I'll look for that. That would be great. Thank you. Several minutes pass. No <laughs>
3: <laughs> you check the end. That's in volume two. Mm-hmm.
0: Volume well, two, the traps that protect the white sparrow crypt. Oh.
4: I would like to examine this door for traps. Alright. Wanna roll something? you tell me. Perception. Perception. Oh good. I'll roll a D twenty and subtract one for a twelve. <laughs> It, the door
0: appears untrapped. I open it. All right. It appears to be a similar abandoned storeroom full of cobwebs and crates and barrels and
4: hmm. lots and lots of dust right. and grime. I will sneak back up to the group.
7: What? Where Where did those uh, bolts come from? Is there somebody down there?
4: I don't know. I am very, very badly hurt. <laughs>
7: I reach out and put a hand on your shoulder and do a cure wounds. Thank you. So you get back six. Oh, nice work.
4: Thank you very much. What kind of trap was that? Says Lord Marlon Whitesboro. It appeared to be a floor trap. I stepped on this tile, and even though I am very quiet, I am also very, very heavy because I am a huge monster.
2: <laughs>
4: wow, they really got you. Yeah, that it, it, whoever built this trap knew what they were doing. You wouldn't think it would work so well after so long, but wow, props to them. <laughs> really, just the trap is pretty valuable. If you could figure out how to remove it from the castle, I bet there are trap collectors
0: Really focused on a crown here, Krong, is what I'm saying. Let's keep our <laughs> eyes on the prize.
4: Well, you asked about the trap. I thought you were interested.
0: Well, I mainly want to make sure you don't die down here. There's insurance liability issues.
3: Are are you insured?
0: Oh, yes, I'm a lord. Of course I'm insured. Oh, well, that sounds just great. Just checking. All right. right, Just I to be clear, I'm insured, not you.
4: It's insured by lords of London. Yeah. I walk up... Where's London? I walk up to the <laughs> tile that Next time triggered last time. Yeah. I would like to disable mm. that trap. Uh... Back up. I'm going to try to disable this trap.
7: <laughs> yes.
4: Recom- All right. Recommending people get out of the...
7: Ah. Yoink.
4: Yeah. All right. I
0: disable the so, trap somehow. Uh, give me a perception check with advantage to find the trap again.
4: Okay. I rolled either an 18 or a 14. Let's say 18.
0: All right. Uh, you, uh, you study and you find what you suspected, which was that there was... Uh, um basically one of the panels in the floor uh is slightly off. it's a pressure panel and stepping on it activates uh crossbows that fire from the uh the ceiling and and, and walls of the of this particular tunnel. uh you can now do a uh, dexterity check with your thieves tools to disarm this if you would
4: like. All right let me just verify that I do have thieves tools of course I do do I have? proficiency in them no oh he made some weird choices when building this <laughs> room <laughs> oh no I, uh, just handy you brought him along Oops. just to see no, I,
3: how i have thieves tools and a proficiency
2: oh
4: in them. good for you maybe after i'm dead you can come down here and do
3: it <laughs> <laughs> well, you just keep your fingers under where this uh, plate is and i'll come around and do the fixing Sorry, I clicked on the wrong thing on
4: D and D Beyond. So it's like straight dexterity check then. Okay.
3: Okay. So I've got a Six. plus two. Oh um, no, <laughs>
0: Kronk. Yes, sir. I think that the trap, uh, you the trap fires into you.
7: <laughs> okay.
3: Oh jeez, I didn't come right into corner. Well, this uh, crouching
7: gonna, down.
0: Yeah, but uh, but I'm you know, huge. There's... I'm
4: like seven feet tall and three hundred fifty yeah.
0: pounds. <laughs> Uh, one of the crossbows in the ceiling goes off, and you're going to take another five piercing damage. I okay. rolled oh, 20, oh. 21 to hit. Uh, it looks like Samson Jotham has come to join you in the hallway.
3: Um, I sort of look down at the, the blood everywhere, and it's like, have you got this? No, I definitely do not. <laughs> oh, no. Do you want me to have a quick go?
4: Yes, that would be very nice. Thank you. I'm going to go over here now.
3: Okay. <laughs> uh, it drags itself across the... So, which check was this?
0: Uh, this is a dexterity
4: check.
3: And if oh, you have doke.
4: proficiency in your Thieves' tools, you can add your proficiency bonus. Which
0: would be I great. I do.
3: Uh, so, that is an... Oh, that's an 18. Uh, All right, so Samson,
0: two. you spend some time studying it, and you figure out basically how to dismantle the part of the pressure plate that connects... To the rest of the mechanism so it's now just uh uh it's it's no nothing will trigger the crossbows at this point it is right. safe
3: pascal this, sort of on. jumps up and down on the pressure plate this square is times. safe i
0: should be really clear this square is safe <laughs> this one square in the dungeon is safe all other squares to be determined
3: um Perhaps some kind of perception check or something to see if any of the other stones along this corridor look uh, particularly sure, sim- similar kind of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, not great. A nine plus a three,
0: a 12. Uh, you don't see any.
7: Mm. What is your light I, uh, source down there? Or do you see in the dark?
3: We both see dark.
1: I move forward briefly and and touch Krong on the shoulder, and he
4: gets eight hit points Oh, thank you very much. I feel so much better. I really apologize for making you guys do all this work healing me. I'll I'll try to do better next time.
7: It's already an adventure,
0: says Lord Marlon Apology accepted.
7: (laughs) Shall we continue? Um, Shall we continue differently?
0: Let us continue. Lord Marlon Whitesborough boldly walks to the corner, looks Uh around.
3: Okay. I think we I, should... I walk see. in front of him. <laughs> uh, we'll continue down the corridor uh, looking very carefully as we go.
5: I have good perception. I, If you tell me what the trap sort of looks like, maybe um, I can...
3: I, I, I describe the every intimate detail of this trap <laughs> mechanism in a 15-minute montage. Okay, um, a lot of pictures on yeah, I, sw- on on I was wondering this. how, the, I, yeah, how I the, crossbows want, I the crossbows automatically
6: reloaded. I wondered how crossbows automatically reloaded.
3: Picture this years, so. tile, but not covered <laughs> in my blood. Yes, there, There's like a blackboard, there's diagrams, mm. there's like ribbons, I roll a red 20 red after oh,
5: that thorough explanation. Right.
3: Uh,
0: Cho Masa, after that thorough explanation, you notice... That the squ- that the, uh, the 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 floor where the the corridor takes another turn at the end of the corridor to the south is also just like a little bit doesn't quite line up with the rest of the floor. You oh. notice that as Sansa Joffe is about to step on it.
3: Okay, stop! Uh, it's uh, a trap. Thank you for pointing that out. Um, I will try and disarm said trap since I know how the previous one works. Going back over here while you do that.
0: I would say you have advantage to disarm it uh, since you know how the previous one. I
7: works. pull and uh, it appears Lord to be identical
3: Spar- in
0: construction.
7: I pull Lord White Sparrow out of the hallway. Oh, that's quite a good idea. Just, just in case.
3: <gasps> nice work. I, I turn around and look at the empty corridor behind <laughs> me. <laughs> yep. Noting the. You're awesome. The, 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 the confidence uh, of my teammates.
0: Pascal, the robot panda, gives you a like a confidence uh, looking shrug. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, um, I rolled uh, a 12, but do I get to add anything to that? Uh, if there's a dexterity check, plus two, so 14.
0: All right. Uh, it's a little bit harder, but you are able to successfully dismantle that one.
2: Woo-hoo. You
0: look around the corner and see a few more doorways um, on this hallway. It looks like the there's a door off to the south, and then the hallway kind of ends in a doorway to the east
7: perhaps Chomasha, Chomasa should uh, continue leading and looking.
3: Yes, I think the, the eyes of the operation here.
7: Actually, I will stay here. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
6: Lord,
5: I'll, I'll Catch up. Lead Lord Marlin. I don't want oh, Lord Marlin in the back, rolled so so a I seven. in front of us. I rolled a Go seven perception. This. Here, I'll make it so hallway. any
0: of you can... Um, Lord Marlin can now be dragged along by anyway. <laughs> uh, excellent
5: Staggering
6: a little bit. Ha-ha! Uh...
0: <laughs> Adventure! It's dark down here. It's Does anyone country. have anything to drink?
5: Check those barrels.
3: Don't check the barrels. <laughs> Stay. <laughs>
0: here. Spider is oh grand. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's uh, a barrel a thousand full of a thousand-year-old S- brandy is delicious. Spider never, wine, the finest yeah. spider wine in all the kingdoms. you are always within vault. three
7: feet of adventure. <laughs> Some uh-huh. pruno in the corner, uh-huh. probably. <laughs>
0: Uh, so Chomasa, you're continuing to be the the scout. Uh, yes, and I
3: rolled a, a e- seven.
0: All right, it, the rest. And that's the with bonuses. Looks, yeah, the so hallway like, looks
3: hmm, clear. It Looks okay. Good ranging. Right. <laughs> uh, well, you go first. <laughs> I was like, I'm so
5: confident. <laughs> I will like carefully.
0: Okay, there was is that a you door? just sorry. There's a oh, door there a to door? the south. If you care about that, is
5: it unlocked? You could check it. Checking.
0: The door is unlocked.
5: I carefully... No, you know what? I'm going to listen at the door. It's quiet. Oh. Uh, I carefully open it.
0: Looks like another ancient, abandoned <laughs> storage room. <laughs> this is great. Lord Marlin Whitesboro pokes his head in and says, Junk!
3: My ancestors <laughs>
0: have left me junk! Really? Really uh, should have had Brindley cl- clear all this stuff out before we sealed this place up. That guy...
6: Should sell it on the very, very antique roadshow Do you think around. he stole That's the tall. crown?
0: I have no reason to believe that. He's always been loyal.
5: Okay, I listen at this door over here too, at the end of the hallway.
0: Alright. Um It seems quiet.
5: Okay, I gently open it.
0: Okay. Slowly. Um how far can you see, Chomasa? Uh,
5: I think like I have no dark vision or
7: I'm I do have a torch uh, and I'm right behind so 20 feet from me brightly and an- another 20 feet dimly
0: Alright, so I've eliminated part of the very large chamber beyond. Ooh. So this door opens into a much bigger chamber, uh, Chomasa. You see stone pillars supporting an arch ceiling. It's a, taller than the uh, hallway. Uh, and there's a bunch of freestanding wooden shelves. Uh, you can see hundreds of dusty mm. bottles stacked in wooden racks on the shelves. Uh, there's kind of a sticky red film covering a lot of the floor and it smells... Heavily of just alcohol. Uh, give me a quick perception check.
7: Should I as well? Since I'm sure right here. You're,
0: you're right there. Two. I got a nine. All right, you don't hear anything. Seventeen. Uh, read quarrel. You think you hear a pop noise in the distance? And uh, Lord Lord Marlin is kind of peeking around the two of you. He says, "Oh, well, I like this." He starts heard, flipping through his book. Ah, uh, yes. 300 years ago, Lord Tharman White Sparrow, he was a collector of wines. He kept his most valuable wines down here all sealed up, I guess.
7: Well, they may not be all sealed anymore because I Mm. just heard a pop. So perhaps somehow they have gotten old and are exploding on their own. Or maybe there's somebody in here.
5: What fun! He claps. (laughs) (laughs) Should we check for traps? Before we walk into there? Oh, good idea. Eighteen.
0: Uh, you don't see any anything uh, in the area in front of you other than what's shown on the map. So there's pillars, uh, ancient wooden shelves, hundreds of musty glass bottles. Uh, but it's clear that the chamber goes for some ways.
7: What is this, as I get up to the door, what is this on the ground? Is it spilled wine? Is, is it like it the wine? residue of spilled wine? Yeah, is there's it dry? The,
0: the, Chomasa, you step into the chamber and you're it's like
7: it's, sticky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ugh, there's
0: like, it's like this a, gross it's, red film it's on the, the cheap on the,
7: movie
5: theater. Yeah. This better not get on my robe.
0: Um <laughs> and yeah, you gotta you wanna keep your robe kind of cinched up to make
5: sure it doesn't I drag. I like Yeah. To put a nod it's, in it. Yeah.
0: And uh and the air is just it reeks of um old alcohol in here.
7: Does it smell I vinegary or does it smell like it's still like drinkable wine?
0: Uh, I think it probably smells vinegary. There is like, you know, it's almost like there is almost a vapor in this room, Chomasa and, and
3: Reed Wow. Uh, Samson says, we should probably avoid flames in this general area.
7: Well, uh, okay, I douse the torch.
3: I always try
4: to avoid flames.
7: Because we also Fire have some heart. things like some some things that are glowing from... Uh, yes, yes. Stick with user.
3: the magical light, I think, rather than the the okay. um, flammable
1: one. So and Reed coral don't have a source of light right now, though. I right? know. Just like I and just not, can't see. Right? And do you oh not god, have dark vision? I do not I have don't. dark vision. So the okay. light
7: is coming Col- from. Cool cat
1: hops into the room. Oh yay. god, you're getting because oh, it's dark in there.
0: Red film on and, your mascot paws, <laughs> and he's going to look around. All right, I'm going to reveal more of the map because you've got dark vision. Right. And so
1: it's still dark in there. So they presumably they can't see me or they could barely see me if there's somebody. In there.
0: Yeah. Uh, so you, you can see further. You can see you can see the edges of the chamber uh, to the north and south. Uh, it does look like it goes away to the to the west. And uh, give me another quick perception check. Uh, cool cat. <laughs> Nineteen. Uh, you hear another pop noise. That was, Where's it coming from? Uh, coming from the darkness to the east.
1: Oh, good. and
0: you can even see uh there's kind of a uh on the on the a kind of a stream coming from the east it looks like uh whereas there's just this kind of film over everything in the chamber where you are it looks like uh there's more of a, a like a pool of uh of liquid on the east side of the uh the chamber that you can't quite make out Ooh, beyond here'm
1: step forward and see if i can see more and if i can see what's making the popping sound.
5: okay
3: I think Samson and Pascal will follow I'm up because the light. they can see in the dark as well. So I can see in the dark too, so I'm coming in. Well,
7: okay. So did uh, and so your dark so earlier vision was like 60 it, feet. It, earlier, 60 Glenn feet. said Karakhan yes. had cast light as well. Is that still oh, the no, case? no, I just dis-
6: I discussed it. <laughs> okay, well, I
7: wouldn't have doubts the torch if there was no other light source whatsoever. Well, didn't we
1: think there was a little glow? I can Wait, I can so cast light. Somebody has, yeah. Somebody has a. Or was glow. it Samson? I think. I think. I think Karakon ha- cast, let's say Karakon cast light on a, a coin or something, and he's okay. been in the back. Okay.
0: All right. So, between your dark vision and your light, uh, you can see kind of around. It does seem like maybe not a great idea to do anything flame based, given how thick the alcohol vapor is in here. And you can see kind of a strange shimmering pool, Cool Cat, in the northeast chamber. Uh, a northeast corner of the chamber uh, it seems like there's another pop and you see a bottle on one of the uh racks kind of just uh uh shatter as if from age and the uh, liquid drops down into it but there's this weird kind of glistening almost shimmering pool in the northeast corner of the uh of the the wine cellar um, of wines that are collecting and mingling
1: I would like to um I would like to do a perception check and see if there's something strange about the shimmering, glistening pool. All right. That's just going to be a nine. All right. It looks red. Should I also? And I, I've taken my boomerang and uh, I brought out a boomerang and cast light on it so that I'm it's I'm using it as a torch essentially, but it's magical. Should okay. I also cast a uh, perception
6: check because I can see
0: uh, into the distance as well? Sure. In the dark. Would you like to move forward, Carakan, and, and yeah, look at I'll stuff? Yeah,
6: go up and uh, make it up there a little bit closer. And I'm going to okay. cast uh, roll twenty here, and uh, I got an eleven, and I have no extra perception on top of that, unfortunately.
0: Nope. It you know it just looks it looks weird and shimmery, and Carakan. Oh, no. Karakin! as you are staring at the pool, the pool kind of slides forward and Uh stares back into you. (gasps) Yeah.
6: Neat. Maybe it wants to be my friend.
0: Um, spoiler. It does not. (laughs) Remember, I said, don't
3: use fire. I think we should use fire.
0: Um... All right. I will see. Hold on. This pool of so you are startled, Karakin, as like kind of a pseudopod rises out of the pool and slaps you in the face.
6: Hey, what'd I do? <laughs>
0: hey. 15, Why to, is 15 versus armor class. Uh, 11.
3: Pseudopods. Class. Why is it always pseudopods? All
0: right. You take nine bludgeoning damage as it oh, just hits you in the side of the head. Man. Oh, man. And not. three acid damage as your face sizzles.
6: I got 1 hit point left. Well, that was a good start. <laughs> um Wait, I'm sorry. Is it, what were the top? It was 9 plus 3, I think. Oh, I'm sorry. I am now dead.
0: <laughs> You're not dead. You're unconscious. Wait,
6: 9 plus 3. No, no, 12. I bigger. I'm big a, I'm, un- I'm one. So I'm You're barely one. hanging
0: in there. Big difference. Big difference. Sorry, sorry. Um all right. What is going on? What have you done to invoke the fury of this old wine? Will you be <laughs> murdered by spirits? <laughs> here? Ah, ah, the, spirits. You, have been, you thought there would be do. the undead. It's the other creepy kind of spirits that seeks to kill you. Is this all just some kind of trite moral lesson about the dangers of drinking and then going into an abandoned crypt underneath the Lord's house? Is that what we do here on this podcast? For answers to questions <laughs> such as these... Tune in next time to Total Party Kill.